to say? What to say? Can you, can you explain the move uh, over the weekend? Obviously, we've come back now a bit. I don't know if you, we were described, we're discussing whether we call that a correction. Is 10% a correction in Bitcoin land? You know, Bitcoin's trading like a 100 vol uh, instrument at this point. So, yeah, 10%, uh, I guess, is within the one standard, one standard deviation uh, up and down move these days. Uh, listen, you know, the stimulus checks are coming. People are excited about that. A lot of the stimulus checks are going to young people who want to buy Bitcoin. Uh, but more importantly from that, in the last three months, we've had this secular shift where Bitcoin has become an asset. It's not maybe, it's not, it might be, it's now an asset class. Cryptocurrency is an asset class. Every bank is moving in, every tech company is moving in, and all portfolios are starting to move in. And so if you're not long, you're short. And that's just what you see on every dip. There are institutional buyers lined up to buy this thing. So you think this is it? You think this weekend was institutions, not retail money? No, this was this weekend was retail. What happens on the weekend is retail gets excited. You can tell because the cost of leverage goes way up on the weekend, and so the basis trading, different measures of how expensive it is to get leverage goes up. Then you, maybe one bad story, one nervous you know moment, and everyone stops themselves back out. And so you know from Friday afternoon, we're roughly a percent from where we were. Uh, and so if you're a normal market, you come in. Monday morning, you roll up your sleeves, and you're like, okay, nothing's changed. Uh, Bitcoin goes 24-7. And so for the Bitcoiners, it was a big weekend. What is up, freaks? It's your boy, Matt O'Dell, here for another Bitcoin Tuesday. Uh, this is Citadel Dispatch, episode 13, the interactive live show about Bitcoin distributed systems, privacy, and open source software, streamed every Tuesday at 2100 UTC. Yes, I said 2100 UTC. Last week, that was 2200 UTC, but because of this ridiculous daylight savings time, it has switched in the meantime. I do like that better. Um, it is broadcast through Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Thank you for joining us um, to, to the freaks that are here live, as always. Uh, you make Bitcoin Tuesday what it is. Um, and then it will also be posted to our podcast feed uh, onto Telegram and onto Keybase, where you can download every episode in full um, without ads. Uh, so <laughs> with that said, I'm Matt O'Dell. I'm here with... Like, whoa, I'm here with BTC Zelko. Um, We're going to be talking Bitcoin privacy. Before I get there, the clip in the beginning of your joining us on the podcast feed was our boy Michael Novogratz, Novo of Galaxy, um, Galaxy Digital. Yes, he's a little bit of a shit corner, but he's joined with Andrew Ross Sorkin um, of CNBC, who is consistently deflated about the rising price of Bitcoin. Um, just kind of funny just seeing... Uh, this idea of, of, of the stimulus checks of just sending money directly to people uh, being talked about on mainstream financial media in a way that it's just a foregone conclusion that they're going to take the checks and they're going to put it right into Bitcoin. What a lot of people don't realize is uh, in countries 
in other countries, including Canada, they've been sending them stimulus checks this whole time. Uh, and those people are most likely just putting them right into Bitcoin. Anyway, guys, uh, it's been a crazy week of Bitcoin, and I'm excited to be here um, with both BTC, Zelco, and Likewo. They are most well-known for their work with the Ronin Dojo project. Uh, the Ronin Dojo project is a privacy-focused project um, that is focused on the full node stack of Samurai Wallet. Um, you can find them at ronindojo.io. Um, with that said, I'd like to introduce both of our guests. Let's start with BTC Zelko. Zelko, how's it going over there? Yo, what's up, brother? It's uh, it's another good day. I mean, I can't complain. It's funny seeing uh, some mainstream people finally acknowledge that you know Bitcoin's a thing. So, cheers to that, as always. What's up, like? Well, I saw you disconnect and reconnect a couple times during our intro. I hope everything's all right over there. Let's do it live. Everything's all right, but you know, I got a paranoid uh, browser extension that disables all kinds of scripts, so I had to reload it. You know. But I'm glad to be here. I'm looking forward to having a chat with both of you guys, and let's do this. Fuck yes. Um, so with all that said, uh, I guess a great place to start is why should people care about Bitcoin privacy? And we will start with Zelko. All right. Well, I mean, first and foremost, right, like what is Bitcoin? Right. I mean, it's a public distributed ledger, peer to peer digital cash. But, you know, the different the, the thing that makes it different. Right. Is it's a ledger that's contained of all transactions. Right. So uh, versus cash, which is private, anonymous. No one can track what you do and what you know, like how you spend it. Right. So, you know, if we're trying to get back to the to the main goal of what Bitcoin was supposed to be published in you know, the white papers, you know, we need to find a way to operate in a more private way. And so, you know, if you're not thinking about that, like, you know, of course, there's people that you want to hold until until the moon, right? At some point, you're going to want to spend, like at some point, you're going to want to cash out and buy your Tesla or, you know, buy your, your fucking house or your boat, or whatever it is, right? But if you can't do it privately, you're just going to get screwed. So let, let's figure that out. And let's figure it out so when people do want to spend their money, however they want to spend their money, right? Let's fucking figure that out now. So, I mean, I I think this is something that people don't realize, uh, or or they 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 do realize, but on places like Twitter where where nuance is difficult, we tend to see people fall into these two camps uh, where you have um, hardliners on both sides. I will never spend my Bitcoin. We have Ray Yoro in the comments. I don't want to spend Bitcoin. And then you have the other side is like Bitcoin. The number will never go up. Uh, and it's not a good investment. It's a speculative investment. Bitcoin's meant to be spent. And they're on the exact opposite side. Um, really, the nuance is somewhere in the middle, right? Like good money should be able to be spent or saved at will with no permission required. Um, and with that being said, you know, if you can't spend something without permission, in the future, uh, because it's easily tracked, and as a result, you can be punished for any kind of spending you do after the fact, uh, then it's not truly censorship resistant, in my opinion. So you need to have both. Um, the value prop of Bitcoin relies on both. It relies on it on an increasing in value, in my opinion, and it relies on the fact that you can spend it at will. 
um, without anyone punishing you for your spending. Uh, would you agree with that? Would you agree with that, Selko? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like the whole point is like, if you can get censored, then, you know, like what make what makes Bitcoin different if other than just being like an expensive like PayPal or Venmo, if you go to try it or Cash App, I'll throw that one out there for you. But the if I can't if I can't send my money to whoever I want whenever I want, like the, then what's the point? Like what what is it actually solving? You know, I, I'm all for number. I don't think anyone in the Bitcoin space is upset when the number goes up. <laughs> like I can't meet at like and trust me, I'm with enough people that bash on uh, on number up memes. But uh, at the end of the day everyone here is happy you know but you know at what point it's kind of the one of the things that i like to talk about and think about is like you know at what point are we willing to like trade um compliance you know with uh you know just for the number to go up like but is that a straw man it is a straw man but like i mean it's something to think about though right like what you know what's what's a line in the sand you know what what's and everyone's line in the sand is different right but that's something that each bitcoiner should think about it you know you should be thinking like, about i mean i ahead. so not to cut you off zelko but first of all i mean but both uh both zelko and like have become good friends of mine uh like is part of the new york city bitcoin community uh so he's he's one of the bitcoiners that i know in person very well um which continues a routine of this show where I bring on friends and I feel comfortable interrupting them. So apologies, Elko, <laughs> but I did want to jump in here. Um, before I get to that, I just wanted to really quick shout out uh, quinsolo.com. Um, we did like last week when we had Rockstar and Suheb on, we did a, a random giveaway when, when me and Rockstar were drunk. And I guess he just kind of opted in Quinn Solo to give like a dope ass flask that was that was uh engraved or it's like labeled he like uh he does like this really nice design on top of on top of leather uh he actually had sent me a flask previously unrelated so this is not the content or anything but he actually did follow through on it and rad vladdy won that giveaway of guessing the price he won by 55 cents with his guess of fifty five thousand dollars five hundred and fifty five and fifty five cents um, so just to put that all in perspective, uh, you know, people think Bitcoin crashed. We're basically at the same exact price as we were last Citadel Dispatch. So just shout out to Quinn Solo. I thought I might have had to buy that flask. So I appreciate um, the guys over there stepping in and actually doing it. Um, Dude, so, I, awesome. Can I just yeah, say, I'm going to cut you off since we're friends. Fuck uh, yes, cut me off. Yeah, no, Quinn Solo is fucking awesome. I've, uh, I've bought stuff from him for a while now, and he's a, he's a super, super dope dude. And I, uh, you guys should definitely check out his stuff. I mean, he's, he's, it's awesome. I don't know. I like when Bitcoiners actually like try to make things that they enjoy and that they want to give back to the community. So uh, check it out, support him if you can. Yeah. I have a bunch of uh, samurai like magnets and stuff from him that are on my, on my parents' fridge uh, <laughs> because I, I don't have a home. So I just put it on their fridge. Um, and they probably, they have no idea what it is. They just they're like, these are the cool little ninjas. Uh, so anyway, sorry for derailing that. I just wanted to make sure I gave him a shout out because I did appreciate him honoring it after the fact, even though I'm pretty sure Rockstar just like kind of threw him into there. Um, so I, so just to get back to what you said, I mean, I, I think it's a false dichotomy. I think it doesn't matter. It's not a question of whether or not someone's going to throw away their principles for number go up. 
Um, I think number go up relies on being able to spend privately. Uh, and I think whether someone is willing to give away their principles or not is a, is a separate subject. Uh, if we if we end up in a situation where you can't spend Bitcoin privately, number will stop going up. Okay. Um, would you agree I mean, with that? I mean, I think that that makes sense, right? In theory, but um, I mean, like Bitcoin needs to be spent. If you don't spend Bitcoin, it do, like it doesn't. The number can't go up, right? The, right. the liquidity dies. It's not um, censorship so like resistant it, anymore. Exactly. You know, but I think Bitcoiners that have been around understand that concept of censorship resistance, you know, and, and I meet more people now, like anytime you're in a bull run, right, you get all the people that if they know that you know about Bitcoin and they want to find out about it, talk about it. And the only thing they care about is that initial investment. And and like, that's cool. Um, part of me dies inside, you know, because I, I give them the pitch on privacy and, you know, and uh, censorship resistance and decentralization, all the fun stuff. But at the end of the day, like, and it kind of goes, I've talked about this with a lot of people. It's like, how do you pitch Bitcoin, right? If you're pitching it on like, hey, hold this, and then you're going to have more money in the end, right? That's what they're going to do until that number doesn't, until we hit the end of the bear, the bull market, and then we get our big pull backwards, and then they get upset, right? And then they sell because they have weak hands because they, they're not bought in, you know? And that's, I mean, I guess that's our job, mostly your job, Matt, um, but <laughs> our job is to get, to get them to understand the why, like why Bitcoin? Like, it's not just a stock, you know, and trying to get people out of that mindset of like, oh, this is, this is an investment tool. And this is this, it's like, no, like, this is money. Like, this is like, like life changing shit that we can actually, you know, use in the future. You know, there are people in other countries and that's why it's really cool. Like the samurai community that's in uh, Spanish speaking countries is massive. And I think that's awesome because they need it, right? Like they need censorship resistance. They need privacy. Um, yeah. And so like, in, you know, maybe in like, countries like America where, you know, it's not really, people aren't thinking about it. They don't know. It's more subverse of how, how we're getting like spied on and how censorship can happen. You know, it's a, it might be a slow, you know, slow drip, but you know, we're seeing it and you know, the same thing happens, whether it's with guns or whether it's with, uh, you know, with Bitcoin, but like we, we need to be conscious of like that fact that Bitcoin is about being able to spend it, you know, and that's why, like, yeah, I, I'm not a big lightning guy, but like, I, I see the value of it, right? Like if it works, <laughs> if it works and everything's great, you know, like it's meant as a tool so that you can spend. That's awesome. I want to spend my Bitcoin. I want to be able to put it back into the economy, right? That circular economy is what Bitcoin needs to thrive. Holding on to your Bitcoin till the end of your life does no one any good. So, I mean, I co-sign your message 100%. Uh, very excited. Uh, I'm very excited. I'm very proud of the fact that we have a large amount of Latin American freaks. Um, I expect there to be a very strong Latin American presence on this show, specifically Citadel Dispatch. Um, we are going to unpack your lightning comment in the future. I do already have that on my scratch pad. I think it's kind of funny that the two biggest communities, um, the big two biggest sub communities of Bitcoin that are focused on spending in a relatively private manner. Uh, tend to not uh, intermix well. Um, and I, I do think Lightning is underrated as a post-mix tool. Um, and I think both Lightning people and CoinJoin people, uh, I don't know, there's just not that much overlap. We're going to talk about that. And then one thing before I pull in like, whoa, here, I just want to make clear, uh, you did mention 
you gave me a token um, mention of Cash App when you mentioned all the evil centralized payment <laughs> platforms. Uh, you like you're like Venmo, PayPal, and I'll give it to you, Cash App. Um, <laughs> yeah, my, my, my Cash App is Shitcoiner. Well, or, or I know it there. is. I know it is. Like, well, before I bring you into this, I just want to make clear: Cash App is a sponsor of Rapid Hole Recap, but they are not a sponsor of Seal Dispatch. Um, we have no sponsors on this show, and in fact, I do tend to, um, when I'm feeling a little bit buzzed in the middle of the episode, throw in a, a quick free bisque shill. Um, and 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 to be clear, anyone who's watching the video, as they know, if they're they're a return freak, um, we have the Coinbase Pro price on top, the Evil Empire, and then on bottom we actually have the bisque ticker, um, which right now is showing a massive 24 million sats worth of volume compared to the 7600. Bitcoin worth of volume on Coinbase. Um, but we do highlight it here. Like, whoa, do What's you believe up? that Bitcoin's designed to pump forever? I believe it will be. I mean, I'm, I'm holding Bitcoin mostly for my children. I, I'm the kind of person that, you know, like Silco, I like to spend it too. Everybody needs to spend it. We have, you know, we got the hot again. You know, everybody wants to hold it forever, right? They don't want to spend it. Eventually, you're not going to need to spend it because you can take out loans based on it, right? But for me, is I want to hold it for you know generational wealth. I want my children's children to enjoy it later on when I'm gone. Because for me to realize it, they're gonna realize it, not me. I'm not gonna be around for you know until it gets to that pump that everybody's gonna be like, holy shit, you know, Bitcoin is at five million. So to me, I'm gonna hold that bitch and I'm just gonna keep holding it tight. So, I mean, Zelko, I haven't met you yet, but I, I, I don't think um, you have children yet. I mean, I, I think Like Whoa is our, our family man here. Uh, like Whoa, I'm, I'm curious, you know, how do you, do, do you view Bitcoin? Do you think you view Bitcoin differently from us, from us, uh, you know, not fathers yet? What's that perspective uh -huh. like? No, I think that, you know, people who don't have kids right now, uh, you know, you guys should think about having kids because, I mean, this is what we're meant to do. We're meant to procreate, right? Uh, I know a lot of people say, oh, you know, it's too many children, too many people in the world, you know. No, fuck that. You know, it's just you need to – how are you going to live forever, right? You're going to clone yourself. You're going to pass on your DNA. That's, the, that's how you're going to become immortal. So to me, I think that children are not just only a blessing – uh, they bring you purpose in life, and you know you're gonna. So they're gonna be holding my seats in the end. So that's the way I see it. But you know, it's very hard for a lot of people. Everybody's you know too worried about you know their careers. You know they're thinking you know it's, it's not enough time. It's not the right time. You know, uh, you know we're too young. We're too young. Just fucking have kids already. That's it. If you don't mind me asking, how many children do you have? I have three. I have two boys and a girl. Wow. Impressive, dude. Thank you. Thank you. But in terms of, uh, you know, the, the Spanish community, the Latin community, uh, they're very, very much aware of, you know, the, the censorship resistance of Bitcoin. And I've been seeing a lot, a lot of activity in the Spanish community, especially in the samurai community. Uh, they're pretty big right now. And um, uh, once we release uh, Ronin Dojo 1.9, I'm going to actually be uh, creating a fork. It's going to have a full translation into Spanish for the Spanish community to enjoy. So that will be coming up shortly after the release. That's so anybody awesome. anybody out there that, you know, that speaks Spanish and doesn't really understand English, uh, we're going to have a Spanish version of Ronin Dojo. 
So let's let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, I mean, I, I think the South South American community specifically, right? They they you, you don't have to you don't have to explain the value prop of Bitcoin to them. They already no, know that they need a better money, right? Yeah, the thing about Venezuela, how you know they their money turned to shit by inflation, right? I mean, that's that's basically the way that we're going right now with the USD, you know. But it's 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 gonna take a little bit longer, but. You know venezuela they got screwed over and their money became worthless and now they you know they discover bitcoin and they have this you know this money this cannot be inflated it's not controlled by their government they can transact you know peer to peer they don't have to go through a third party you know is it cannot be uh, confiscated by their government you know they cannot be censored so it's, it's it's very much something that they want to start using and i and I see this, you know, happening in other countries where, you know, governments are, you know, just having control of people's capitals and Bitcoin just gives people back control of their capital. And this is something that people in America don't understand so much because, you know, over here, it's not happening so much as it's happening in other countries, right? Where people's, you know, capital gets confiscated or, you know, it gets their, their money gets, you know, inflated and it becomes worthless. So I've seen, I seen a lot of this in, in South America, a lot of people in Colombia, a lot of people in Venezuela. I see a lot of people in, in Chile. It's just all over South America and Central America right now is, is the Bitcoin, you know, word of mouth is going around. Yo, congratulations to Zelko for figuring out how to get into the YouTube chat. I had to figure, I had to do it. There's been a bunch of stuff that I looked at that was awesome that I wanted to, I'm gonna comment on. Uh, and then we'll come back and talk to you. Um, Oh, and just just real quick before I you carry on with the uh, the Spanish community idea, I just want to say that I also am a father, father too. Uh, so me and like will actually both had daughters oh, within like two weeks of each other. Uh, we call them little Ronin babies, but yeah, coincidence? Shout out to coincidence yeah. I think not. Everything happens for a reason. Goddamn right. Yeah, wow. but. Uh, yeah shout, shout out to the wives as well because like honestly like without without them like I, I don't know how either of us are doing what we do but um yeah i, I also think about it as a future so dude uh, first of all congratulations i didn't know that um <laughs> you uh yeah i i i you have you have good obsec in that regard i didn't i did not realize you were a father uh, a lot of respect there uh, let's unpack just really quickly. I mean, because I don't think there's enough discussion about this period in the Bitcoin space. Um, you know, I don't have a wife yet. We are getting married this year. She's she's my fiance currently. Uh, but I mean, I think the ladies of Bitcoin uh, or well, we have lots of ladies of Bitcoin, but but the ladies of of of, of the Bitcoiners that we know um they're they're like they're leveraged long bitcoin they're like i in some ways they're more bitcoiner than i am you know because like i can't imagine you decide that you're gonna have kids with someone like me or like someone <laughs> like like whoa or someone like you zelko like how, how does like that 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 concept like you're you're a hundred percent going you're, you're going fucking 100x long on bitcoin uh marrying and having kids with the bitcoiner yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I think it depends on when you get into the Bitcoin game, like, or when you find your person. So, like, your fiance, number one, congratulations. Uh, your fiance has to be all in, right? Um, it, it depends on when they found you, right? Like, me and my wife have been together pre Bitcoin. So, pre Bitcoin, oh, I mean, no, not pre Bitcoin as a whole, you know, but pre Bitcoin, 
me finding out about Bitcoin. So, um, and her dad was the one that turned me on to it. So, um, I think it depends. And uh, my wife is, I mean, she's like part of our team now, you know, she's helping us out with the Ronin side. Like she's helping us out with, you know, building cases and, you know, putting nodes together and I'm teaching her how to do QA as we speak. So like, yeah, she's, uh, she's awesome. She's all in now. Um, but it wasn't always the case. It was always, it, it depended, you know, um, it's kind of hard. It's hard for any normal person to really grasp Bitcoin and understand um, and understand like the value and understand like that this isn't going to zero tomorrow. You know what I mean? And well, I, I mean, think my, my lady survived two bear markets before I proposed to her. See, that's that's a win. Yeah, that's a, she's a keeper. She's a keeper. She survived bear market. Oof. So many people, you know, their their girlfriends or fiancés left them at the bear market, you know, but, you know, they're calling them now. <laughs> um, okay, I love both you guys. Uh, so let, let, before we move on, let's let's I really like this this South American tangent. Um, so so. Like, what, what's your plan here? Like, well, uh, you know, I, I I've there's there's been amazing uh you know you guys know and the freaks know that i've been talking about bitcoin privacy for two years now at least publicly very hard um longer than that really to be honest um and 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 the the main people that pick up what i'm putting down is the latin american community um so it makes sense to me that we have large pickup uh of samurai wallet down there does that change how you view the product going forward and and how you how you, or the project going forward because ronin dojo we're going to get into this as a is a free open source project. Um, it's not directly monetizable. Is is that how like does how does that affect how you view the project going forward? I think that uh, right now I did not I, I wasn't aware that the Samurai community has such a big Spanish community until I started to work with Ronin Dojo and everybody's so eager in there to learn. It's incredible and the the channels and telegram are so active there's i mean literally dozens of people talking at, at the same time and it's just huge and i really want to get more involved and focus more towards them so that's why i started out you know i i got about three guys who basically went and run a dojo and i and i direct everybody to go ahead and just basically translate all the menus so we got everything translated. Uh, it's just a matter of me just going in there and just uh, merging all their changes into Ronin Dojo. Uh, the future is that I'm going to add uh, multilingual support on Ronin Dojo. So basically, it's going to start out as Spanish, but later on, we're going to be able to uh, translate it into multiple languages. So it's not just in you know uh, Latin community. I want Ronin Dojo to reach out to whatever other communities out there who are interested in, in using Samurai, uh, you know, uh, using Dojo, whatever it is that we have on there, they want to go ahead and, you know, do translations for us, go ahead and do it. And we will upset any pull requests. And the thing is, you know, we want to be able to give it in the hands and let everybody be able to use it, you know, whatever language you speak, we're going to, we're going to be able to let you utilize it in your own language. So that's one of the plans down the road. Uh, you know, it's not a priority right now, but because there's other things that need to be done, 
but that's something that I, I feel very passionate about is reaching out to the to multilingual um, countries. I mean, it goes in with like the whole open source nature of everything, right? Bitcoin isn't isolated to, you know, one, one country or one, uh, you know, one language. So as we, as we move forward, that's obviously the goal And you know, PR is always accepted. I mean, this is, uh, I know we're going to get into the whole licensing, uh, licensing topic, but, um, you know, we, we really want to provide these tools for everybody. That's why we started this. Uh, and that's why, uh, that's why we do it. We wanted to make it easy for anybody and everybody, you know, at a reasonable, whether it's plug and play style or whether it's an actual, just like, Hey, you get your own hardware and you do it. We support multiple different, uh, actual like single board computers. And soon, you know, we'll have the full computer, the x86 setup, you know, the, the whole goal is to provide an easy, easy experience. And it's just reliable you know, like the the whole idea of Ronin is to just give you the tools that you need. No more, no less, give you what you need so you can just sit there and have that privacy and know that back of your mind, whenever you're out and about and you're spending in the streets, hey, it, my node's running and it's good to go. Uh, so, so in, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, so, I mean, when, when, I'm, when I'm thinking about um, you know, we have all these different full node projects, right? And when I'm thinking about a full node project that has a large subset of users in a Latin American country, I'm thinking of uh, three three main priorities that I think you guys would co-sign that, that you want to focus on because um, you have such a large um, buy-in and you have a lar large user base down there. Um, the first thing is low cost. Uh, low cost, just keep costs low and, and keep accessibility low. It's hard to bring hardware into a lot of Latin American countries. So you want um, general purpose hardware that is cheaply able to obtain and able to, to access. Let me add um, that. Let me add to that, Matt. You don't mind me. Yes, uh, add. So, so once we ask x86 support, uh, people, for instance, in Venezuela and places, you know, Iraq or, you know, anywhere where it's hard to get a Raspberry Pi or, you know, get a single board computer into the hands of, you know, people, uh, we, they're going to be able to go ahead and run uh, Ronin Dojo on a virtual machine on their own computer. Uh, so that would be something that they'll be able to do without having to, you know, trying to figure out how, how are they going to get their, you know, their own dedicated, uh, you know, computer that's going to be running 24-7. But in that sense, you know, they're going to be, they're going to have to, you know, use up a lot of electricity because if you run it on desktop computer, you got to make sure that it's running 24-7. Otherwise, you're gonna to have to wait for the for, uh, for the blocks to you know to cash up and everything. But x86 support, like Silicon mentioned, uh, that's going to get people that that option in, in countries where they can't get a single. So, so you can just run it on like your old laptop or something. Yeah, you can run it on a laptop. You can run it on a desktop. Or uh, you know, you can run it on you know on a virtual machine. You know, on whatnot. Just just you know, just uh, the x86 architecture will be supported. Right. So let's. So I. I so, so number one is low cost, easy accessibility. Um, I think that falls into that as well. But, but just it's 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 twofold, right? It's it's making it available for as many platforms as possible, so you have easier accessibility, um, and then also making it as as performant as possible, so that you can have, um, you know, weaker hardware can 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 support it. Um, and then the other two things I would add is is reliability. Um, 
you know, if you're if you live in a country with rolling blackouts, um, uh, poor internet connection, that that type of thing, you want uh, no funds to be at risk, and you want it to still work. Um, and then the 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 last thing I would say is is privacy by default. So you want a situation where you don't want um, your government to know that you're necessarily running Bitcoin. Um, you don't you don't want them to realize that you're doing anything potentially viewed as nefarious. Um, and it could be life or death for those users. Would you agree with those three tenants? I definitely agree. Yeah, definitely I mean, those are, all, those are all good points. And I mean, the, the privacy by default, I mean, that really comes down to how we ship and spend. Uh, I mean, especially for like how it's marked, right? And what type of shipping it comes in. So, I mean, that's definitely all on our radar. Uh, if we're doing the plug and play style, but at the same time, if these users have access to any of those and when we have the, the X86, I mean, like there's nothing nefarious with a laptop. There's nothing nefarious with really a computer, you know, and you'll be able to do that. And then at the same time, you know, like, um, you know, you said funds at risk and that's kind of one of the benefits of like, you know, if there is a rolling blackout, right? Like, of course, uh, you know, if we, we had like a, a even more premium version we, we can add a, a ups on there right so that there's extra power in case that there's a blackout but it i mean the beauty of, of dojo and versus you know i know we'll talk about lightning in a little bit but <laughs> the beauty of that versus uh you know running a lightning node is i have no channels i have no funds that are inherently at risk because i have no coins that are on my dojo right like um, I think that's like an underrated aspect of having a dojo where it provides all the functionality that you need, you know, but there's nothing at risk, you know, and even despite that fact, right, we keep, we keep our hardware like locked down, you know, to, uh, as minimal as possible, right? It's like, you know, wherever we SSH into and the port for not, not even the port for, uh, for the UI, we do that through tour. Everything else is through tour. So you have one open port, you know, and then you have failed to ban, you have everything else. So it's, you know, you're talking about very minimal chance of anything happening. And then if something did happen to your, to your box, what you lose, nothing you lose. If someone can dig through your database, right. If something can, someone can dig through your database, they can get your XBUB. That that's like the most risk that you run. Uh, so, you know, I, I find it, very risk minimized and uh you know and it's different you know there's obviously pros and cons to running lightning nodes and i know q a asked like 30 minutes ago about when lightning <laughs> on ronin he knows better uh you should have made him know. wait <laughs> no i saw it and it just made me think so but yeah i uh i i think we're definitely all in those steps we want to provide any availability like for anyone to be able to run this stuff we want it for everybody whether that's do it yourself and you buy your own hardware, whether you want to buy like a full, like the full fucking node and ready for it to be just plugged in. We want to provide that. We want it to be easy to access for you to just have that privacy oriented node. That's just going to work. And uh, I think, I think we're, we're almost there, you know, I'm not gonna say. New Yorker percent. 
<laughs> all right, so I want to I want to uh, um, answer a question. Some person said uh, Embassy is nice; it is all over tour. Uh, I just want I want everybody to be aware. If you're not aware, uh, Samurai Dojo, which uh, we ship in Ronin Dojo, I uh, uses tour by default. So all communications in the network are, are go through tour. Uh, um, and, if they, and if you have problems with your ISP blocking you, you can set up uh, uh, tour bridges, so you can get around all that. Great. I mean. You know, Embassy has a very strong community. Uh, they, they share that uh, quality with the Samurai guys. Um, we, I am friends with the Start9 guys at, over at Embassy. Um, they are going to be on the show sometime soon. Uh, so don't worry, freaks. That will happen. Uh, to be perfectly clear, though, a tour only is not an Embassy-only feature. Pretty much every single full node stack, uh, every single popular full node stack, whether that's Ronin Dojo, uh, whether that's Embassy, whether that's Raspberry Blitz, whether that's MyNode, whether that's Umbral, whether that's Noddle, um, they all pretty much default to Tor now, which is great to see. Um, it is kind of a bit of an issue if Tor reliability is important, which it is when you're running a Lightning node. Um, and we've seen these Tor v3 reliability attacks. Um, Zelko, I did kind of set you up there in terms of I don't think that Lightning is ready users in adversarial environments such as Latin America. Um, I, to be clear, Whirlpool, if you are using Whirlpool, which is Samurai's coin join implementation, which I think we're about to dive into. Um, if you are using that, it is connected to the internet at the time of usage. So you are exposing your keys to the internet. So you do have some risk. Your funds are at some risk, but strictly speaking, um, in practice, it is significantly less risk than if you're running a lightning hot wallet, um, yep. which, which requires basically to keep your funds secure requires either, uh, your internet to stay on in, in its entirety, or you have a separate device called the watchtower that has its internet on in entirety. That's watching your channels for you, uh, to protect you from any kind of malicious actors. So it's strictly superior in that regard. Um, myself personally, Zelko personally, Likewo personally have put substantial funds into Whirlpool. I mean, I, I know myself, I put substantial funds into lightning cause I'm just an idiot. Um, and, uh, what do you and, mean? And we, we haven't had any loss. We haven't had any loss, right? I haven't had any Zero. loss from lightning and I haven't had any loss from Whirlpool. So it is what it is in that regard. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, like losing funds is something different, and I'm sure if we were to poll the entire Lightning community, I'm sure people have have lost something of some sort, whether they could recover it or not. I mean, a channel's going down or whatever. Um, it, well, the majority me, of, we talk all about this. We talk all about funds lost, right? And the majority of funds I've lost have been in fees um, that I've had yeah. to pay. Um, and so, so the, so with lightning, I had to learn, um, that really you want to have few channels that are large, uh, few realize this, um, and, uh, and, and you don't want to have a lot of small channels, especially when fees rise, even though I expected fees to rise, it still caught me off guard because I need to learn the hard way to be quite honest. Um, and I think it's important that people do learn by, uh, um, learn by doing. Um, and then, I mean, on the coin join side, like me and the freaks together spent a lot of money on wasabi fees, uh, 
and then re had to put them through whirlpool afterwards how dare you um so we had to i mean look look i you gotta I've learn repented, i've repented to the whirlpool guy <laughs> um to be clear wasabi was in the beginning more stable even if it was a poor implementation of coin join the freaks have heard uh many explanations of the 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 nuances of of the 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 two different coin join implementations i don't really want to dig into that i think um i think the wasabi yeah. guys have kind of admitted um that uh their implementation is subpar because they're working on a radically new different implementation um that has like a 14 month expectation to come out um so i'd rather focus on what makes the whirlpool implementation of 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 zero link uh so effective effective and why you think like let's be honest both of you guys have devoted significant amount of your time to to developing the the node side of this of this stack um you know if you use samurai wallet you should use it with your own node the most performant way to use it with your own node is to use ronin dojo that's what you guys are the lead maintainers of you're basically wedded yourself to this stack. Um, you've decided that it is worth your time and energy to focus on improving this stack. Um, why is that the case? Why, why, why should, why should people care? Why should people, you know, why, why, right. why should people use what you're building? Okay. I'll start. And then like, well, you can, you can pick me up. So, I mean, first and foremost, right? Like, I, I'm gonna go back, go back in time because, you know, when this all started, uh, when when we st when I started, me and S2 or Guaya, when we started, you know, running it, it was just a bunch of like guides and minor scripts, but we added a block explorer ourselves. We added, you know, Whirlpool to our stack ourselves. We added in, you know, Electrum Rust server ourselves. And then it's just, it was funny to see the development of Dojo, right? Like the vanilla upstream that we used, right? Because now everybody who just uses vanilla Dojo, right? They get the Explorer, they get Whirlpool, they get a, an indexer, right? The Samurai indexer. Um, you know, so it, it was just kind of funny to see all that because, you know, we had a good thumb on the, on the community. And so when it comes down to that, right? Like we we understand what normal users want. We're not just some developers up in the ivory tower that you know have no thumb on the community, right? Like we understand. Of course, we always get some people that say they want lightning, but I'll say that the majority. I would say the the amount of people that have asked us to implement lightning is like near zero. Like it's it's a non-zero number, but it's it's definitely very low, and. And that's why we focus on what we focus on. You know, the stack is so strong, you know, particularly Whirlpool, right? If you're running, obviously like running your own node, I was telling my wife about this earlier. If you're not running your own node and your wallet's not backed by your own node, <coughs> excuse me, that means that your wallet is running off someone else's node. Obviously we know in Samurai's case, like they dedicate one specific, you know, server to their, to their users. Right. But you know whether it's uh, SPV or whether it's you know some other some other form of like someone's running a node and you're trusting those people with your information. So 
the dojo part is just is like the actual node part is like more common sense, right? That's that's how you best control your information. Um, the second thing is Whirlpool, having that running consistently. And I love explaining this to new users. Not only does Whirlpool, um, you know, you can put in as many UTXOs as you want, right? And break that up as much as you want. Um, so those fees, like that fee per uh, TX0, right? You pay uh, the fee to Samurai, the, uh, the pool fee, you pay that one time on your TX0, right? It's not based on, you know, the amount going in or how many UTXOs is based on that one time pool fee. So your fees can get super low based on the amount that you're you're putting in. So if you're smart, you can calculate it out, you know, shout out to Q&A who has a Whirlpool stat or Whirlpool calculator website. Um, but you can calculate it out and based on the mining pools at the time or the mining fees at the time and how much uh, the mining, the liquidity pool fee is, you know, you can you can substantially bring that down. And then it's it to me, it's worth it because we're doing two things. We're paying for privacy. We're paying for the service, right, to break all those deterministic links. And I'm also helping support the developers to continue to do what they do and not ask for handouts, not get VC, um, you know, VC funding and then have somebody to answer to. You know, they, they get to do what they want because they have a business model. So, um, you know, that Whirlpool is, is super important right there. But then having it running 24-7 in the background, you know, your anonymity set, even if you're not, even if there's no UTXO spinning, but you leave them in Postmix, you're continuing to add to that. You're, you're continuing to get forward looking anonymity. So people looking back at it, they don't know whose UTXOs are whose. And it continues to grow, you know, as more and more people, you know, continue to be selected into the pool. So you don't need to get picked. You know, a lot of people misunderstand that fact. You don't need to actually get 25 mixes or you don't need to get 10 mixes. Like you could get three and just leave it in there and then you continue to get better anonymity. If I'm some schmuck, if I'm some schmuck and I join. Oh, I'm hearing a little bit of echo. How do you use echo? Um, if I'm some schmuck and I join uh, Samurai, if I, I join Whirlpool and I do a single, I do a single mix and then I just turn off my phone and I just never do a mix again. Those people you do the mix with, those four other UTXOs, those four other participants um, of your transaction, if they go and do a bunch of mixes, that's what people don't realize. If they go and do a bunch of mixes, all their coin join rounds are connected to your coin join round. So your potential uh, outputs of, of which ones could be you go, grows with the amount of times your participants end up re-entering coin join rounds and their participants re-enter coin join rounds. So they join a new round and that round has four new people and those four new people go and join new rounds. You, you go along that tree along with them. Um, and that's oh, why yeah. it's super important that the way zero link is implemented in, in Samurai is implemented in a wholly different way than it's implemented in Wasabi, where you have these remixers are, re, are, are it's enforced by the protocol. The coordinator is enforcing it. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yes, obviously it, it matters in that if we had no one remixing, we'd all be fucked. So like you yeah. should, you, you should go and remix, like you should do yeah. your part and remix all the time, which is what me and Zelko and like, Whoa do, but 
if you don't, you're getting passive privacy improvement because other people are, right? Yep. I like the way you worded that passive privacy improvement. I mean, you don't need to, and, and I think that's probably the best way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal that for the future. Uh, that's the best way to put it because you really are just like sitting there and you don't need to be in an active mix. And it, it goes into one of the ways that I kind of worked with Q&A on one of his guides on like, hey, how do we move our, our wallet to cold storage or I, I want to move my stuff. And so because we get that a lot, you know, I want to mix three times and then I want to send my stuff to cold storage or my hardware wallet, you know. But one of the best things to do is just take your wallet offline, right? Your seeds are as secure as you let them be. And yeah, it's not cold storage. It, it was touched by the right? internet. Yeah, it was touched by the internet and that's that's fine, right? But you know, it's you took it offline. You you have to you have to stop the whirlpool CLI, you know, reset that. But once you do that, your wallet's like no longer on the internet, right? So you've minimized the risk, the exposure, but all of your coins are still in that that equal output. So I will always disagree with you on this, Elko. Oh man, let's do it. I will always so so I agree that if 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 you if the issue is an active external attacker, um, then then obviously you don't have that risk once you pull it offline. So it was online previously, and and then you pull it offline. At least you know if an active attacker decides he wants to attack you, he has to come into wherever you're holding your private keys and and take it because they're not online. Um, the, the, the issue is more of, and I guess like the new fudders are calling it, uh, a retirement attack. Uh, but it is it, a concern that it's existed for a long fucking time. And, and the concern really is, is someone, let's say someone figured out a way to compromise online samurai keys. Um, they've already compromised you and they wait, they wait for those funds to increase. Right. And maybe individuals will remove an ad and, and they'll end up at worst. But but the, the attacker in general is looking at a larger and larger base of of funds they can attack. And at some point in the future, they sweep them all, even if you're offline. Um, that attack you're still susceptible to. So in general, you're talking basically between a privacy versus security trade off, which is fine. But it's it's a trade off that exists and people should be aware of, um, and it's mostly theoretical. To be clear, we haven't had a single person uh, lose money on a reputable mobile wallet. Period. Let alone Samurai, but including Samurai, we have not had a single person lose money on a reputable wallet. And there's a lot of irreputable wallets. To be fucking clear, like if you type in Bitcoin wallet into Google Play Store or Apple iPhone Store or whatever. There's a lot of shitty fucking wallets that you've never heard of before, and they're mostly scams. Um, but any reputable wallet, we have not had any kind of, you know, remote attack. But theoretically, you could. So best practice is to just send it off after you after you do coin join, and if you and 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 in general, the practice should be you leave it in Whirlpool for a while because the remixes are free. And you're adding a bunch of entropy because, you know, not only are other people adding to your anonymity set because they're coin joining again, but you're also adding to everyone's anonymity set because you're coin joining again. Um, so you do that for a bit. 
And then the cool thing about Samurai is when you send out, you either send out as a fake two-person coin join or a real multi-person coin join. So you're either, <laughs> the fake one is called Stonewall and the real one is called Stonewall times two because you have at least two people, easy to remember. Um, so it doesn't kill the anonymity set of everyone else, right? Like when you when you talk right. about Wasabi, if you send out from Wasabi in that situation, um, you're basically proving, okay, any UTXOs that send out from Wasabi at this point are controlled by the same person. But you send out from Samurai and it, you don't you don't know. It could be two people, it could be three people. Um, ideally, we could end up in a situation where you can use Soraban to do like a five person Stonewall times five or something. Um, where like five people leave like that that's the future they're moving towards right um and 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 we could have simulated fake five person coin joins as well like you have real five person coin joins and you have fake five person coin like you can do that shit um yeah so i mean that that's the package we want to be in that's the situation we want to be in i don't think we should uh yeah i i i i just I think the majority of funds that people hold for long term should be on keys that have never touched the internet. Period. And I'm a hardliner on that, and that it is what it is. Okay, so I'm 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 fine with that, right? I'm fine with the idea of having a uh, a savings, right? A savings versus a you know a spending. Um, I don't, my, my only issue, and like, I'm not, I don't disagree with pretty much anything that you said. There's obviously threat models to everything. And that, and that was one of the, one of the points that we bring up in his article is that it is a threat model, right? It's a warm wallet, not a fucking cold storage. Once you take right. it off the end, it doesn't make it cold. Um, you know, but at the same time, um, I don't think that a majority of people um, and I, I don't want to go into your multi-sig rabbit hole, but <laughs> I don't think that I don't think that the average user or even a, like I'll venture to say the majority of the freaks uh, that are consistent listeners appropriately take those actions and like appropriately know how to use. This isn't all of them. I'm just saying that they're. I would say that not everyone knows how to do it the right way, and they might think that they have cold storage where they are never touched the internet, never, you know, didn't do any of the, any of the things that would have risked their, their security. You know, I don't think that majority of people know how to do that. Cause it's not easy. It's not, it's not like a super simple, you know, process and one small thing can, can screw it up. And then they end up being in the same boat of having the same, whether it's minimal risk or not, um, they're having the same risk. So, um, and then you go to the same, the, the idea, right. Of what do you do with your coins when you're ready to spend? And it goes back to that same concept that I just said, where I think that I've seen so many users that vary in experience and vary in technical skills where some people are like super type a, and they label every single UTXO. They're like, Hey, I have a whole process. When I send it to my holder hardware wallet, I label every single one. I know which one is is which, and, I, and I'll never screw this up and whatever. And then you go, hey, in 10 years, you plan on spending this. In 10 years, are you going to not screw this up? You know, because whether it's an attacker or whether it's the government, either way, right, you, you need to be careful so that you don't do this the wrong way. If you well, do it the wrong what, way, there's... This is what I get angry at. 
this is where I get angry at like the Mr. Hoddles of the world who are like coin control is all you need because, yeah. because coin joins a perfect example of you need a, the ability to reset. I forgot. I don't know what the label is for this UTXO. I have no idea where this is from. Let me put this in the whirlpool and then I'll yep. deal with it as a post mix. Yep. And I think that would and, be the, that's obviously the best way, right? Is it like, yeah. If you're not sure or if there's coins that you need to put back together in order to spend an X amount, then yeah. So it should go back through Whirlpool. You really shouldn't be playing that game unless they're already in a post-mix wallet. And um, and to be yeah. clear, to be clear, I have more fucking coin in Whirlpool than the majority of people who would who, that that would say, like, oh Matt, like you're you're being you're overstating the risks. Like I, you, I, I, I understand it's a calculated risk and it is what it is. You need, we, if for Bitcoin privacy to use Bitcoin privately, you need an interactive wallet. You need a wallet that's connected to the internet. We have no, hey, Matt, man, I'll never forget one is. time. I'll never forget one time you was telling me when we, one of the times when we first met, you was telling me about Whirlpool and you was saying miss now, mix now and mix often exactly. because it's very important. Wait, the, like, whoa, the, did, did I orange pill you on uh, Whirlpool? Am I the one who got you in? I think so. I think you did. There you go. Full circle. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. You better thank Matt because that's how I found one in Dojo. I wouldn't fucking shut up in the New York Bitcoin community. That's for sure. That's a funny story. Like was <laughs> like was first post. I can't forget, but we'll we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think you're hitting it, man. Like, you have to, you have to mix. And if you're really not sure, just mix it again. You know, and, and like, yeah, do you have to pay a fee? Sure, but is it worth it? A hundred percent. Like, and, I mean, maybe it's not for you. If it's not for you, then, you know, I don't know, ruin your privacy. But, you know, if it's worth it for you, there's there's different options. You know, whether you take your wallet offline. And have it as a warm. I'm doing quotations that you can't see. A warm wallet. Whether you send it to cold storage, you know, whether you send it to cold storage, whether you send it to a hardware wallet that you know you're trusting, even though I don't know you were silly and you plugged it into your computer. I don't know. Whatever, whatever works for you. If you're not sure and you're not confident in your spend, put put it back through. <laughs> That's funny. Put so it back through. With samurai, just you know. So that's what you do. With I get samurai, no so. money. I get no. Just to be clear, I get <laughs> zero money back for none shit of like us are getting paid for any of this fucking shit. I we're, wish. we're doing it wrong. We're doing it wrong, boys. We're doing it wrong. Yes. Why are we getting paid? I got paid for every time I shilled whirlpool. Rich <laughs> samurai, write down your seat. Make a nice pass for a phrase. Set up sentinel, and that's all you have to do. And it's just you know. Get rid of your wallet. Just let let Sentinel do his thing. That's all That's you have to really do. Yeah, there there is going to be different uh, tools coming out. From what I understand, again, this is all rumor. Don't fucking hold me to it because I'm not a samurai developer. But from what I hear, there's going to be a lot more uh, cold storage slash different ways to send your coins out, and um, and then Sentinel is going to have the ability to sign transactions offline. Being able to send, um, no. you know, doing doing all the things that you need, so you can actually just set up a cold storage wallet that never touches the internet, 
and utilize that as your cold storage, but it has all the Postmix tools and everything that you need. And Sentinel can just sign and broadcast it, which, well, I guess it wouldn't sign it, but your device would sign it and Sentinel could broadcast it. Um, they're, they're coming up with that now. And that's, to me, that's super awesome. Um, so it's, it's all yeah. on the radar. There's a lot this of big is stuff what, coming up. Zelko, this is what's super frustrating, right? Is because, <laughs> is because I have the Samurai guys are coming at me um, for being too low time preference. And then I have the low time preference guys are coming at me for Samurai. And really uh, few um, realize very low time preference Samurai goal that I have is that I think um, they're building Samurai. The Samurai team is building the foundation of Bitcoin privacy in an open source way, a free and open source way. Um, and you need this base. You need the base. You need the, okay, we have no deterministic links in a coordinated coin join round. And then it either goes out through a real multi-party coin join or it goes out through a fake multi-party coin join and we default to fake multi-party coin join. Okay, and we got that. And then on the front side, you go, okay, let's change the pool sizes. Let's let's scale the pool sizes as, as the amount happens. And then let's let's change it so that we can have multi-party UTXOs, so that we can have uh, we can have individuals come in. We can have five or six people come in. They come in. Then on the way out, okay. Then on the way out, we can pay join. Uh, you know, in in this case, in Samurai Stowaway, we can do maybe we can do like seven or eight person coin joins, uh, non-coordinated coin joins on the way out. We can do fake seven person coin joins. Like you can do all these different things, right? And it's about building this base. You have to build. If you if you don't build from a solid foundation, then it's all a waste. If you if you don't build from a solid foundation, then what you have is a year and a half of us trying to increase wasabi adoption, and then them deciding that we're going to have to wait another year and a half for wasabi 2.0, and it's going to be a completely different anonymity set, right? Hey, so Matt, you want to build you from this strong base. Yes. Man, let me add to that. Okay, so Samurai is building a foundation for privacy. And it's just one, all you freaks know that Samurai's license is open source, fully open source. You guys, yeah, let's talk about this. Do, do whatever you want with it. Don't worry about it. No one's going to bite you. Well, hold on. Let's talk about it. You, should we switch the license? Exactly. Yeah, so <laughs> they're not exact. Wait, wait, wait. So, wait, so let, me, let me preface this, Zelko. Let me preface this. So, right, right now, <laughs> Uh, open source means a lot of different things, a lot of different people. Okay? So this is the second main topic we want to talk about. We want to talk about Bitcoin privacy. We want to talk about open source licenses. Um, there's many different licenses you can choose when you go open source. And they vary from being able to just view the source, source viewable, to being able to do whatever you want with the code. Um, and people argue all the time about what is open source and what isn't. Um, so, so you have those two things. And so, so you have on one extreme end, you have closed source where you can't see the code at all. Then you have source viewable where you can see the code, but you can't do anything with it. And then you have proper open source. You have free open source software where you're able to do whatever you want with the code and no one can stop you. And you have all those different gradients in between. You have different projects in between. Ronin Dojo is on the far the far side of the free open source where you can just do whatever you want with the code. 
Um, where do we stand here, boys? I know there's a lot of controversy here about the other full note sacks. Let's just fucking go 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 into it. All right. So, well, first off, like, so we have the same license as uh, as Samurai AGPL uh, AGPL V3, but it's it's basically saying that it's uh, copy left instead of copy right. It's copy left, meaning that anyone that wants to use their code, they can do whatever they someone can fork and just make their own Ronin Dojo, whatever they want to call it. And but it has to remain open source it has to remain. They can charge people. They can do whatever, but it has to have the same licensing as we do. Otherwise, they're liable. So if they don't change their licensing, then it, then that service has to be free. Right. We saw this with uh, with my node. OK, so my node tried to implement Whirlpool. Uh, which I helped with, but they wanted it to be a premium feature and it couldn't be because they didn't have the same license that we did or that Whirlpool did. So, you know, the idea that like free open source software is that it's supposed to have that freedom and supposed to protect, I mean, I guess it's everyone's opinion, but it's supposed to be able to protect, you know, that code to be able to get to as many people as possible. Uh, that's at least my interpretation, right? So when you look at people that see com- competition and instead of saying like, okay, cool, competition, bring it on, right? You get people that get butthurt. I'm, I'm not going to name any names. I just know that it's your favorite, your favorite, uh, you know, hardware wallet, but they, you know, they, they want to get upset even though they utilized the same open source nature of other hardware wallets in order to, you know, push their agenda. And that's fine. Like that's the name of the game. Like that that's exactly what free open source software is about, right? It's supposed to be able to anybody can come in, fork it, use it, uh, implement what they want, change what they want, uh, take it, charge people if that's what they want to do, you know, but at the end of the day, keeping it free and open source protects you from, you know, the big corporations that, you know, want to charge it, but want to keep it proprietary and want to keep it closed source or copyrighted, even though it's not their code. So, you know, it, and I was talking to some of the samurai guys and it's like, man, like what we're seeing now with some of these creative, uh, the, uh, the common clause and NC, NCND, I wasn't even super spun up on it. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? It's not just open source. Like, it's not just like, the the regular gnu or you know why why are any why is anyone getting upset right now or why is anyone trying to like overly protect what what they do like this is what bitcoin's about bitcoin is about being open source so that anybody can do whatever they want they want to make a pr cool do it like let's see what you got you know let's uh let's I don't know, change the game. If you want to take it and, you know, you like some of the things that I do, like if I like some of the things that, you know, my node or Umbrella does and I want to take it, but now I can't because you changed your, your licensing. Like, does that really make you unique? I don't like, I don't know. Does that make you confident in your ability to, to provide a good product? I don't know. Um, but I don't know. I think that we're, we're going down this weird rabbit hole of, like I'm seeing a big shift in the Bitcoin community of people being too scared to just make it fully open source and fully available to everybody to do what they want and keeping that copy left. Right. So that everybody can um, can do what they want. Right. That That's what Bitcoin's supposed to be about, at least in my opinion. I don't know. Like, well, so you can probably I, have, can you, 
Go ahead. But before we bring like Woe into here, um, and I still hear an echo, Selco. Okay, thank you. Um, if if, and I, I don't know why that echo is happening. Um, if if I want to play devil's advocate just for the freak's sake, um, I I think a very clear cut argument would be, and and something they have heard in the past because we've had uh, Rodolfo on twice now. Um, lead maintainer of Cold Card, um, co-founder of Cold Card Wallet. Um, the main argument would be you have someone like Foundation Devices, in this case of Cold Card, who takes a direct copy of Cold Card and goes and raises VC money based off of it. Um, they take pre-orders based off of it. Uh, they advertise based off of being as secure as cold card. So like people have a respect for cold card and already, and, and they advertise like, Oh, if you buy this hardware wallet, you'll know you'll get just as good security as cold card. Um, and they have not released anything yet and they have not released anything upstream, even though technically they say they're complying with the license because no one has received product yet. Um, so <laughs> no one has received product yet. So when they receive product, we will release our upstream improvements. And in the meantime, they refactored everything. So to pretend like they didn't really take what they took. Um, and you end up in that situation. And I could see, I see the argument from Rodolfo where he says, you know, you have source viewable. So you're able to view the code. You're able to verify the code. You're able to not trust me and verify. But at the same time, like, I'm not going to let you just go and basically like dilute my VC investment potential because I've chosen not to invest, go with VCs. Um, and, and you're just going to go and do that and just, and, and be malicious in terms of, of the ways you do to do pre-orders. Um, I'm not going to let you do that and, and go for a more restrictive license that still allows you to view the source, but doesn't allow you to take it. Um, I mean, I, I think that, that would be the main argument against, um a a fully open source license where do like what's your counter argument against that uh i'll, I'll start and like way you can finish because i know you've been in the in the in the false game probably longer than I, I know that you've been in the false game longer than i have but um i mean yeah it's a, it's a business model right and when it threatens your business model because people are uh, not upholding the same. So, so like if they upheld the same license that, um, that cold card did right. And cold card obviously took code from, from Trezor, right. We know this, um, but, but to be clear, but, they took like, they took a very little amount of code and the new update removes that code from, from the software for whatever it's but worth. It, it doesn't really just, matter. Just to be clear, right. You know? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, just to be sure. clear, they didn't change the license of the code they they took from Treasure, which was a minimal amount of code compared to the amount of code that Foundation took. It's, it's, I, I, I'm not trying to. I don't want it to be perceived that I'm defending my buddy Rodolfo, even though he That's is my fine. buddy. He's a close friend of me. Defend but I, I, I want this conversation to be talked about because no one's talking about this shit, and this is what what Citadel Dispatch is about. We, this is why we dispatch. Okay, continue. Yeah, you're good. I mean, and it's, it's not a knock to like his product, right? Like, I, I don't think Rodolfo is a bad person. I think he's trying to look at it from a business perspective, right? Like, it's a, you know, someone 
literally taking a copy of his code. I, I don't know every single detail, so I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I do. Um, but if it was, right, I, I can understand being frustrated and being pissed. And then, you know, you getting people that you're losing potential customers because of it. Like, that makes sense, right? But that's that's part of the game, right? Like, that's that's part of what this is. Literally, like, if I wanted to today to start my own Samurai wallet, I could do that with the same licensing. As long as I kept the same licensing, I can I can push my own product and say, hey, this is, I provide Whirlpool and Stonewall and Cahoots and Paynims and all this stuff. And anybody can do this. You, you're like, my wallet is better than Samurai Wallet, right? Like I, I can do that. And then Samurai Wallet's going to be like, okay, fucking game on. You know what I mean? Like they're going to say, hey, good to go. Let's do this. And they're going to step up to the challenge and fight it. That's yeah. that's what I expect. That's called that that that's just straight competition. You know, I yeah. mean, everyone. I, I don't know. Like, I I do understand. I do understand. Like him wanting to protect his his um his code, right? Everyone wants to protect their code to some sort, <sighs> you know. But you know, if you want to claim that you are FOSS, if you are free open source software, you need to be copy left, not copyright. You need to be copy left and you need to keep that because that that's what Bitcoin has always been on. That is what the Bitcoin community has been about. That's what like this whole the whole movement of free open source software has been about. Like, yeah, OK, cool. You want to take your stuff? Cool. We have different ideas because ultimately like foundation is going to have different ideas than than NVK is. Right. Like Rodolfo is going to have a different like perspective than foundation right. is. It's right? better so it's for gonna, us users that foundation exists. No, Say it again. No, to, to be to be clear here, okay. So I was I was being a little bit, you know, I I do this twice a week now. Okay. So I was being a little bit uh, gratuitous. I was trying to create the situation, and I will admit to that. But I personally have told Rodolfo uh privately that I disagree with how he's proceeded with the situation. And I would add that I think that as Bitcoiners, we should support strictly free open source projects. All else equal, a free open source project that has a license that has no restrictions whatsoever on what I can do with the code is superior. And, and that fosters the open source movement. It creates a foundation that other people can build on. I think this move by otherwise respected individuals in our community, Rodolfo's not the only one. The recently, the argument has been about Umbral, and the Raspi Blitz guys have rightfully so brought up Umbral's licensing. I know the Ronin Dojo guys, I know you guys have talked about it as well, and, and this is a main part of, of this discussion. Um, it stems from insecurity. It stems from a level of insecurity. And if, if I'm a user and I trust cold card, it doesn't matter if foundation copies my code. It doesn't matter if they release a piece of product that is exactly the same as cold card. I mean, they, they, they release a product that looks different, but imagine they release a product that looks exactly the same as cold card. Um, and they use the identical code. Like I'm not going to just immediately trust that product. Like there, there is, there's a reputation at line and like there's a reputation on the line here 
that 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 is as much as we say don't trust verified that is that is in the picture and it's the same exact thing with samurai and 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 anyone who wants to protect their code and same thing with umbral and anyone who wants to protect their code through restrictive licensing is someone who's insecure that their reputation that their company that their that the trust that they built up with their users uh, is not sufficient enough to propel them, and I, I think that's a loser's mentality. Like I think that these that these guys who I respect the fuck out of, to be quite honest, um, and that I consider friends, they they should just not be as insecure. Yeah, my, my, I got my hand raised, guys. I got my hand raised. Okay, oh, like, well, what, what do you think here? All right, so <clears throat> here's the thing. You're a software developer. You're either going to write software that you're going to share with the world, or you're going to write software that you're not going to share with the world. It's either you're going to open source it, or you're not going to open source it, right? Uh, Rodolfo created very good software. In my opinion, Quokar is, is very top-notch hardware and software, right? I think that he didn't understand basically what he was doing with the license. He didn't know... I don't, I'm not trying to rag on him or anything, but he should have known the license that he was releasing his software in. I understand Foundation might have just took his code and took a lot of his work, and they got they went ahead and got VCs and they got funding and they think this is not what he wanted. He wanted to grow organically, right? And, and I admire that from him, you know. But you have to understand when you create code like that. And somebody takes it, it's because of the license that you choose, and you have to respect that. And that's 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 what innovation does. You allow people to take your code and work on it and improve upon it. And this is what you know copyleft allows. It allows people to go ahead and take your code and do whatever they want, but they're gonna have to contribute back, right? So he shouldn't have gotten so mad about what they did. He is a better developer than they are, they took his code. Basically, in the, in the first place, it took his code. If they didn't need his code, they could have done their own code, right? They could have done their own implementation. But he's, has, he has to be confident in his abilities and what he's going to do. He already has a, a reputation of creating a piece of hardware. Hard, uh, you know, one of the, I think, the most popular, co uh, you know, cold storage wallets out there. Hands down, right? He should not worry about foundation. He should just keep going and just and just focus. The thing that got me a little bit upset is him changing his license, which is it just goes against what he started, which is you know creating a license that allows other people to fork it, to innovate from it, and for him to get you know get back innovation that's coming from other people. So you either you know you're gonna be closed source or open source, and that's that's the thing with me. You know you want to share. I mean let's let's think about Red Hat and other Linux distributions. If Ubuntu was closed source, then you wouldn't have the Redis, you know, like Gentoo Linux. If, they, if that had a license that people couldn't be able to uh, create forks out of it, you wouldn't, ha you wouldn't have other things that came out of it. So, you know, Red Hat made a lot of money. They made their money from support. And there's a lot of money in open source software. People think, oh, no, you can't make money off it. There is. You know, you, you can't sell the code because it's open source, right? Anybody can copy it. But you're building products from it and you're building and you're making money from the support. And that's the way it is. And I, I just feel that he shouldn't feel threatened by foundation. I know they they 
they took a lot of his hard work and dedication and they went ahead and they did whatever they did right he should just stay focused on what he's building and that's it that's that's just the thing that i that i feel about and he shouldn't not change his license he should have just kept it the way it is because right now his license is just a little bit like you you know you you can take it but you can't do nothing with it and that's kind of like you know it's a little fucked up in my opinion I agree 100% with what you were saying, Matt. It, it shows a sign of weakness, in my opinion. Um, if you're if you're worried about the competition, right? Like if you're worried about them just taking what you do and then doing their own thing, that means that you're you really are worried about them surpassing you. You know, I um, I definitely and. and like you said, right? I actually really do respect the developers. Uh, I mean, especially when you're talking about the Node game, right? Like, um, my Node and and Umbrella in particular come into mind. I don't necessarily agree with how they implement everything. I mean, I've already had my scuffs with some of the guys, but you know, I think that um, I think that you know, when you have a really good product, you know, you shouldn't worry about everything else. Like, screw it. Like if they're worried about my node or if they're worried about, I don't know, uh, embassy, you know, make a better product, you know, make, make, have your community be the ones that back you, you know, because I, I don't see that with Samurai Wallet. Like I don't see, like they are completely open source. All you have to do is use the same license, but they're not worried about anything. And no one's even like, there's been other like, uh, other companies have taken their code and made their own samurai wallet, but it's been for, you know, different coins that aren't on Bitcoin. Obviously like that's not like a threat to samurai wallet, but like if someone did, who cares? Samurai wallet has, has a strong community, you know, Umbrel has a strong community, you know, uh, you know, my node has a strong community. Why would you worry about someone taking your code? And on top of that, like, it blows, it, it kind of, it, it makes me feel like kind of weird when I go to think about it, especially when you're talking about nodes, right? Like you're talking about like, you're adding other people's code to your code and you want to claim, you know, you want to claim something. Uh, I was talking to one of the developers of mempool and he was like, what, I'm, I'm not going to his name, and it, but it, he was like, I have to pay a premium to use my own code on my node. How, how absurd is that? You know what I mean? Like how absurd is the fact that like you can't just utilize the code I mean, that's I, right there? I don't know how relevant it is. I mean, I, I agree. I agree. You know, ultimately, look, Citadel Dispatch is a show about free open source software. Like it's a, it's a power of free open source software. So I agree. And I, I'm just, I want it to be clear that I'm playing devil's advocate, right? But in practice, Really, it doesn't. If, if your source viewable, it doesn't matter if your if your license says. Um, the what really matters with your license if it says you can commercially use it however the fuck you want. Um, because personally, I can just I'm going to use your code, and there's nothing you can do. Like in practice, like no one's going to be able to enforce that shit, right? So, so really, what you're saying is you're saying like a law-abiding individual can't create a, a company based off of this thing. Right. Well, you should, you should, if you're like, okay. So if, if you are a open source company and you actually are 
you have a business model based on your open source software, you should have lawyers that are ready to prosecute if you need to, right? Like say, um, say someone forks Ronin. I mean, I don't have lawyers on, so you guys can fork it. I'm not gonna be able to do shit about it, but say, you know, say that I did and, and I have a business model based on that, based on, let's say a premium, right? Um, which is not our thing, but if we had a premium and someone just forked it and was like, oh, we're gonna do the same thing, but we're gonna charge, you know, 50% less. And we're gonna undercut them, but we're gonna offer the exact same thing, right? Um, yeah, I, I would have lawyers that that would be able to fight me for it, you know, but it, it ultimately depends, right? It depends on how they implement the license, depends on how everything else works. But ultimately, like there is, you know, there's a lot of nuances in licensing. And you can, if you're a developer, you can use that to your, you know, to your benefit without degrading the fact that you are, um, the fact that you are open source. You know, you want it to be the whole purpose, like I said, to go back from the beginning, the whole purpose of open source software is that everybody grows and everyone gets better because no matter the, no matter what company it is, right? So say that, Say you, Matt Odell, decided to fork Ronin and, you know, you wanted to add lightning and you want to do all this other stuff because I refuse to do it, right? You're going to have yeah. your own user base. You're going to have your own people. And then I'm going to have my own people that disagree with your outlook on it. And that's how that's how we end up. I mean, there are operating systems that are li literally that, right? Fedora versus Red Hat. You know, it, it's the same thing, you know, so... Ultimately, like, yeah, do you lose customers? Sure. But does like the world get better because of it? Yes. You know, like competition drives, you know, you know, drives uh, innovation. So why are we not accepting that? You know, yeah, like I'm, just accept the competition and, and say, you know, screw it. Like, let, let's go to battle. Competition is good. Is it, yeah. Competition is what we're here about. Exactly. I mean, you put it exactly how I mean, I, I agree with everything you said. Right. I, 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 I don't. Um, like fuck all this idea of suing people and using IP and all this shit, right? Like it, it is a ridiculous premise. It is something that I am intentionally moved my life away from, right? Like I don't want to deal with bureaucracy. That's why I Bitcoin, right? Like the, the, this whole idea of open source, uh, this movement is is bigger than just Bitcoin. It's the idea that we can all build on shared values, right? That we can build on shared innovation and that you don't have um, the Googles and the Apples of the world uh, dictating what you can work on and what you can't work on. And yes, as you add restrictions to the software, then we're getting that on, on smaller scales in Bitcoin. And, and, and you don't want to see it. Um, I would argue that I think where my hard line is, is source viewable. I think, you know, it's fucked up, but but it's the truth. Is like especially in shit corner land, we have lots of wallets that are not even source viewable. Um, so if it's source viewable, at least you can fucking break any kind of bullshit licensing they have, um, and make them go enforce it on an individual basis. But I do agree that ultimately, what we really want to support is just straight libre, uh, free open source software. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, yeah, go on. Uh, no, I mean, and it goes with like everything, right? I mean, I recently made a switch and it doesn't just have to be about Bitcoin, you know, like I recently made a switch over to uh, Calyx OS, you know what I mean? Like, 
um, it's the same thing. So it's, you need to understand if you're, if you're the user, right, pick what you want, pick who you trust. Ultimately, like if, like cold cards, cold card product is, is solid. You know, if like you want to see a change in their license because you believe in the whole free open source software idea, um, you know, make that you vocalize that. But otherwise, like, you know, use what you trust. That's really what it comes down to. Use who you trust. Because, um, you know, when you talk to like normal people about free open source software, I was I was talking to my wife about it and she was just like, so what makes it different? And I was like, well, I mean, like it's it's our product Like people trust us. And she's like, that's really is that it? Because anybody can just take your code and just do whatever they want with it. And I was like, yeah, it's just <laughs> like, that's it. And I was like, yeah, well, like it is what it is. You know, as long as they're they have the same licensing, they can do the same thing. And is it, you know, it's crazy what, to think about. What 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 about? So I'm loving this conversation. Okay, so 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 I do agree that I think I think ultimately, like it just comes down to insecurity, and I've I've specifically told Rodolfo this a bunch of times. It's like you hit the like nail on the head right there. Man. You're you're best in class. Like you're best in class. It doesn't matter. Like you could have a million competitors that all copy your same exact code, and you're still cold card. Like why are you going to create an issue out of nothing? Uh, why are you going to create? A concern out of out of the hardcores that are free open source to till they die, rightfully so, um, and and create an issue out of that when when you're the leader of the pack. And he shouldn't have done that. And I hope he's listening to this right now, um, rather than Clubhouse, and 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 he's considering it. Um, that said, to the Rodolfos of the world, you, you know, uh, wait, wait, where 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 type of people in general that are against the, this idea of communism of socialism what do you say to the people who say that open source software is 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 socialism is communism that free open source software is communism uh, i mean <laughs> guys let's think about bitcoin bitcoin is open source money right it's open source and we don't have to worry about someone controlling it. It has censorship resistant, you know, permissionless, right? Open source code is code that people can run however they want, right? People can study the code. They can study if they have vulnerabilities. This is awesome. You can't do that with closed source software. You're running Windows, you don't know what the hell is happening back there, okay? With free open source, you can go ahead and distribute it how you want. You can copy it. You can modify however the hell you want. You can, you know, you can modify uh, Google Chrome browser however you want. You can take out the freaking menus however you want, and that's the freedom of open source software. You can is you can go ahead and modify. It's like taking a car and just putting a different engine in it, taking a car and putting tinted windows, putting a different stereo in it. That's awesome that we can do that with software, you know, and 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 that's an amazing thing. And it helps with our privacy. It helps with our security. And I think that, you know, closed source software is just the fucking devil. Um, I mean, so I was just, I was curious what you guys are going to say, but I mean, my argument would be that I think it's pure capitalism is what it is. Um, I think you take away any kind of inherent advantages that any individual has and you just operate on pure capitalism. Um, and that, that's what free open source software is to me. So I, 
I, I, I don't think it is incompatible with my worldview. Um, and I hope that more projects opt to use licenses like Ronin Dojo and Samurai Wallet I've chosen to use. That is just completely copyleft, which honestly, I hate the term copyleft, but just this idea that anyone can use the code. Anyone can inspect the code. Anyone can use the code. They can do whatever the fuck they want to do with the code. We're not going to get any lawyers involved. We're not going to get any regulators involved. We don't care what nation you're in when you make the fucking software. Like, fuck this, all this shit. Like, code is code. We're going to use this code. We're going to improve the code. We're going to make it better. We're going to run this shit. And that's it, right? Like, fuck all this other shit. It's all noise. Um, exactly. So I just want to be I want to be clear here that, you know, where does Matt stand? Where does Citadel Dispatch stand? That's where they stand. Um, we have our good friend of the show, Shinobi, um, is, is, is coming at me on Twitter right now about this idea that cool. remixers in, in Samurai don't Do increase it. the anonymity set if 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 you are one of the individuals that aren't coin joining. Um, why is what? this wrong? Like I, I, I think this is simple logic. Am I <laughs> what am I missing here? How do we explain this better to the freaks? This idea that if a participant in your coin join round then goes on to do another coin join round, the probability percentage of which your output is increases should be a very simple concept. Where am I, I? What am I missing here? You're not missing anything. And if I could be speaking in all caps right now, I would be. <laughs> oh, um, there we go. Embrace the cap. <laughs> Let the caps yeah. flow through you. This was, you know, Shinobi did the all caps before you, so it's okay. Oh, is but, that true? Hundred percent. Are you oh, serious? Well, you never saw that shit. Twitter, I, I thought Twitter I'm I'm the caps. As far as this show is concerned, I started caps. No <laughs> one, no one had ever decided that they were going to use all caps before me. Listen, um, you did all caps you, you, for things that didn't need all caps. <laughs> all caps. Nobody does all caps to yell at people on Twitter. So Matt, you forked um, the license for all caps. Look at look at the freaks <laughs> in the comments. Look at the All caps. Shinobi has a copyright on all caps speaking. Anyways, I okay. So here's my thing, right? He's saying it, it equal outputs doesn't not does not give you whether. So if you don't remix, it does not give you more anonymity it, sets. If other that's, people in your round remix, yeah, no, that, that's illogical. Right, because if, if I could like show on a board right now, right, you are one of five that comes out. So if anyone in those one and four remixes, no one can tell because those those deterministic links from your TX zero, your premix, right? No one can tell which one you are. So one of those five gets remixed, not one not being you. They get remixed. How does anyone outside observer looking at it can see? Hey, that person is Zelko, right? They can't. So now you went from four to nine, right? Because that one, one of those other four people got remixed. So now you went to nine possible outcomes. Okay. So, and then say another one from your initial, your initial uh, mix gets remixed. All right, cool. So now you went from nine to 14, right? And that's before, this is saying that you haven't remixed at all. You're just lucky that other people have remixed. And then out of that, out of either of those two, we'll say echelon two or tier two remixes um, of people that were not necessarily you, uh, two other people remixed. So now you're looking at another 20, right? So that's 34. 
And then from that second one that I went to, I really wish I had a diagram because this would make it look so much better. But you, we see that that extrapolates. And that's a, a literally a, a perfect example of why that, zero, uh, that equal output is so important, right? That equal output means that no one can see and no one can tell who is who and where who's getting remixed and who's not getting remixed. The only time that you don't get forward-looking anonymity is the moment that you move your coins out of the pool. So the moment that you spend, the moment that you send out to cold storage or whatever, which again is fine. Everyone has their own thing. I'm all for spending. I'm all for sending wherever you want. But the moment that you come out of there, that's one less UTXO that is possible in the pool. And that's fine. But that's why it's encouraged, right, to remix as long as you can. Someone in the chat asked earlier, how long should I remix for? And then when should I draw my coins out? And I'll just caveat into that answer, um, which my answer in the chat was, hey, you know, remix for however long that you feel like you should. I know it's not like an actual answer, right? But determine what a good time is for you. Say you want to wait, you know, three months or two months or, you know, two weeks, you know, and then say you mixed one whole Bitcoin, right? Send a little bit at a time at different varying, uh, different times, right? So say you send 0 0.04 in three weeks after that, and then you wait two weeks and then you send 0 0.02 and then so on and so forth. You send them out at different times. But um, Wait, yes, to be clear, yeah. to be clear here, we're talking about forward looking. We're not talking about Correct. backward looking. And and Shinobi is intentionally misrepresenting me to be backward looking, which backward exactly. looking for the majority of people is coming straight from a KYC exchange and they have no fucking privacy whatsoever backward looking. So let's Correct. try and be practical here and look forward looking. Shinobi is also claiming that I am misrepresenting him even though I am explaining what he is commenting live while we have oh, a live comment section that is broadcast to everyone in this fucking show that no other show has. So fuck you on that regard, Shinobi. I've been very practical with you. I consider you a friend. I wish you just didn't treat me in a way that was, you know, I, I, I just feel like you're, you're, you're treating me like a bad actor. When I've I've tried to to employ this here, I've I've I've, I've tried to talk about all these different nuances here, um, and 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 the the fact of the matter is fucking clear on zero link is is if someone else remixes in your round, obviously that increases your anonymity set. They the the it's a probability game. You have a probability game in Bitcoin when you're tracking Next. Bitcoin. It's a probability game. You're deciding. This person is 72% likely of going down this path. And if you're in that situation and you have other people that are in your probability graph that are increasing their probability, then your probability increases. It's basic, it's basic logic. It's a very simple concept. You, if, if I remix with you and then Zelko goes and remixes with like 15 different people, I benefit from Zelko. Correct. I mean, he's he doesn't understand the difference between and I mean, he's already responded to me, but I, I've learned long ago to not let Shinobi dictate how I feel because uh, he's genuinely biased. And um, I don't want to call him an idiot because I'm sure he's smart in other areas, but he's uh, he lets his bias and he lets his uh, his emotions feel uh, feel where he comes from. 
I mean, six one hundred two already said it right. Like he's talking about backwards anonymity, which is hard set. You can't. No, he's, he's 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 decided that he wants to nitpick every fucking thing I say, and he wants to be ridiculous about it. And now he's talking about how users do not have anon sets; only UTXOs do. So he's not acting in good faith, and and. It's unfortunate that this is where we had to end up, you know. Man, send I, them over to me. I'm, like gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help him set up Boldman's calculator, okay? I'll, yeah, I'll help him set it up. It's, 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 I mean, it's, I like it. it's unfortunate that someone that I had respect for decides that they want to just act in bad faith over and over again just because I called them out once. And and it is what it is. Um, but but here we are. So yeah, I mean, I mean, let let's let's just drop all of this. It's not fucking <laughs> worth our time. The point is, if you want to look at the logic, if you use actually proper zero link, other people mixing should improve your privacy because it increases the probability that you could be any of those other fucking UTXOs. Um, that is what it is. That is just basic math. Um, yeah. I mean, that, like, like I said, don't, don't let Shinobi, you know, get under your skin. I, I've gone to battle as well as many of the other samurai guys gone to battle with him and it's hopeless and it's um it's funny and, you know like after a while you know you go through as samurai users dedicated samurai users a lot of people think it's like cult-like following um it's more that family that you end up having right like um you see people attack uh attack the code that you know is good right um we've seen this with whether it's mr hodel or whether it's shinobi you see them attack stuff and even like like i've never been more frustrated as a person that works dedicated like has dedicated like three years now to bringing dojo to as many people as i can right strictly because i believe in it right because i believe in the idea of running your own node you know an added effect is that um an added effect is that no one is or the, the whole like oh samurai can see your your xpubs or whatever like yeah no shit i mean like that's the same as any node, like any wallet that you use that you're not running your own node but you know they make they make all these different claims and i'm like dude there are so many nodes that run dojo like even now we have umbrella that added it right so you have umbrella nodal ronin uh, my node, vanilla to, to be clear wait wait to be clear here for the the average user that might be confused and scared okay <laughs> you're right to be confused and scared your privacy sucks you're just failing in privacy in every respect in bitcoin okay um don't don't let this argument scare you off though like you will figure it out you'll make it happen uh slowly and surely you just have to trust yourself and you just have to like be diligent about it but uh to be absolutely clear if and and I know Zelko and Likewell will disagree with me here. If you use uh -oh. CoinJoin of any sort, I think it's a net improvement. If you seek out any kind of privacy benefit, I think it's a net improvement. Use your own node. Try and learn how to use the different CoinJoin implementations. I think Whirlpool is strictly the best implementation. I think you should use the Samurai stack. But if you're if you're a Bitcoiner and you're using any kind of CoinJoin implementation, you're on the right track. You're using Lightning. You're on the right track. These these are these are more advanced user features, and these are things you need to learn now before your government tries to come down and 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 stop you from using these things in a, in a more free way.
Matt, yeah. I agree with you. I, I don't want to discourage people. I don't want I don't want people to be discouraged from privacy no. just because some assholes want to fucking pick fights with me while I'm live. Matt, I can't agree with you more. You're absolutely right about that. But let me just be honest with everybody. The best privacy is you keep all your Bitcoin and Coinbase. Okay, guys? No. Coinbase, <laughs> you'll be safe. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> you want me to disconnect hey, you? They're on the top, all right? You're losing money by having money in Coinbase. Yeah, I... Um, yeah, you're trusting them with your privacy if you keep your money in any kind of custodial institution. That's for yeah. sure. Right? I, but I mean, with I, external I with privacy, that. you get some external privacy. I do agree with that. But fuck you for even bringing yeah. them. <laughs> Matt, I, I mean, I agree with you, right? Like... Everyone should be using the tools. To, I mean, like that's diverter saying, right? Use the tools. He's not use really the fucking to tools, me. guys. Use use everything that we talked about. But ultimately, like if you are a person that is super confused right now, and you are like, I don't understand the coin join debate. I don't understand which one to use. I don't understand why I should use the why I should use them. Number one, if you don't know why to use them, you haven't been listening to. Uh, to Citadel Dispatch or TFTC, so shame on you. Uh, but second thing is if you're really not sure which one to do, like just play with them. Like go on testnet, test each one, and then look at the transactions. Like you have to, you know, privacy and security is like, I, I think you say it best, Matt. Like it's a small step forward. Every time that you go to do something, you have to take the small steps forward. So if you are you actually care about your privacy and you care about the the outcomes of your transactions, right? In Bitcoin, you need to you need to play around and see which one is best. And then and then you need to be thinking and asking other people like the different threat models. Matt brings up Matt, you're like great at threat models. I'll give you that. Like you're really good at thinking outside the box as far as like why things would be a different threat model, because I don't always think that way. But um what what people need to do is like if you're not sure and, and this is generally what happens when i get tired of debating with someone about like why they should not use join market or uh wasabi i'm like dude just go use it like if you don't believe me download it go on testnet use it and then look at your outcomes and tell me why that that is better but and no so 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 wait wait Zelko. so 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 this is this is me versus bcash all over again okay so it's like <laughs> I agree with the person 99% and then like he was going to be my brother. So, so here's the example. Okay. So I went to my lady's uh, friend's wedding um, and there was a Bitcoiner there. Right. And I spent three hours to him and we got along famously. This guy was going to be my future brother. It was amazing that I met him at my, my lady's friend's wedding. Didn't know anyone there. That's the coolest fucking thing ever. We agree on everything. Turns out he was a B casher, right? And we disagreed vehemently on that last one percent. Um, that's how I feel about people who use Wasabi or Join Market. Is like those people are my people. Those people agree that Bitcoin privacy is of the utmost importance. Uh, we just disagree on the final step. We disagree on yeah. that last, that last one percent. Yeah, I mean, listen. Refu refugees are always welcome and i don't mean that as people crossing the border i mean that like quite literally like once you realize that you've you, that your privacy's kind of fucked uh you know you it's okay we still accept you we're willing to forgive 
um, you know, it's not really the anger and the frustration towards uh, towards those other implementations isn't about it's it's honestly like 100%. It's not about the users. It's 0% about the users at all. So your people that are listening that uh, I know someone was talking about it uh, in the chat. Um, and it's what he's saying, it, it isn't relevant to what I'm saying. But it's not bad. Like we're not we're not mad at, at users. We're mad at the developers who it's almost in. Um, it's they don't care. Like what they're doing is reckless, in our opinion, at least in my opinion. What they do is reckless, right? And when you know that you in have all of our opinions, that is hurting, I, it's hurting your users. Yeah, like you're you're hurting your users. You know what I mean? Like you are falsely, and then you go out and you attack Samurai Wallet, who's doing the right things. Right. Yeah. They, they may be aggressive and they might be willing to fight back. Right. But uh, but they, but they're not the other developers aren't looking out for their users. If you don't if you're a developer and you don't care about your users, then you're not like you're not doing the right thing. And it should really start with the fact that like you are your own user. Right. So if you're your own user, all these other things you notice, you see and you fix. I'm but the perfect example. I'm the fucking perfect example. I fucking, I used and shilled the fucking shit out of the lobby. I was the best shill that they ever could have asked for. They never paid a cent for it. I paid them. Right? And I realized that the implementation was broken. And I went to them and I was like, the implementation is broken. And they did not fucking fix it. And here I am now telling people to use Whirlpool. You know, I'm not saying that Whirlpool is perfect. I'm saying if I think that Whirlpool is broken, I will be outspoken about Whirlpool being broken. And if they don't fix it, I will fucking flip shits forever until they fucking fix it. And that's what I did with Wasabi. And yep. and that's that's as a user and a spokesperson, because what happens with privacy technology? If we don't have people using privacy technology, Privacy technology doesn't work. We need people to use it. Every single privacy technology, whether that's Tor or VPN or encryption or, or CoinJoin, is it requires people to use it. We need a crowd to use it. If we don't have a crowd using it, then it's just me, Zelko, and Likewell mixing amongst each other. And there's no privacy. I mean, exactly. I mean, like that. I mean, that's how it was in the beginning of Whirlpool. Like, there really wasn't that much liquidity, and we just saw it grow and grow. But yeah, I mean, if people don't use the tools, then it just dies, right? Or it makes it really easy to identify those people. We need people to coin join. We need people to to use whatever it is that they want. But um, you know, when we see people, uh, when we see developers right that sitting there I, I like to think of developers sometimes because i'm i wouldn't consider myself the average developer um mostly because i come from a non-technical background um you know you see developers sitting in their ivory tower and their egos get so big right they get so inflated and people pat them on the back and tell them that they're great and then they to to be able to admit when they're wrong we had we had a long discussion about this in one of our one of our chats where we did like a live stream and telegram, but like uh, it, it blows my mind that like, you know, when it comes to your users in your product as a developer, you need to be able to be humble when it comes down to it. I know, I know being humble is not always a thing, but you need to be able to step back and say like, Hey, like what we did was wrong. 
Samurai Wallet or, or whoever was right, let's implement it. You know, like BIP 47. Well, like, why is it like, why is that not a thing across all? Why is that not a thing? Because people, because the only wallet that has it is Samurai Wallet. What, what people wallet. don't realize, what people don't realize is the space is still so fucking small. It's still so fucking incestuous that I am probably one of 200, 300 people who have used both Lightning and Liquid. Like that's, a, I think that's a good example. And I, I realized this recently because Grubles was asking questions about Lightning and we all know he uses Liquid. Like he's our Blockstream boy. I, we all know he uses Liquid. He doesn't use Lightning. Uh, he just used Lightning for the first time. And there's plenty of people on the opposite side that have never used Liquid. And there's plenty of people that are commenting about CoinJoin that have never used CoinJoin, have never used either implementation, have never used any of the three implementations. So here I am sitting with using all three implementations. I've used Lightning. I've used Liquid. It's like I have a superpower. It's like all of a sudden I fucking use the things that we're talking about. So I'm able to fucking talk about them. Now, I have Shinobi in here saying that I was being misleading about saying that users are UTXOs. One of the cool things about Whirlpool, to be absolutely fucking clear, is that with Whirlpool, the way they, they sanitize the transactions before they go into the coin join is they set it up in a way that the, the, the more funds you come in with, the lower your fee. And any funds that come in with at the same time can be considered the same user, which creates this incentive where, where a good user is going to basically dox their transactions as all of their own, and they won't be included in the same round. So you get separated amongst other rounds because you're considered as the same user, even though it's simply a UTXO. It's a UTXO coming in. Um, so that's a very important point. So I, I, I do applaud Shinobi for having us bring that up to the freaks. And if the freaks didn't realize that, it's important for them to realize that. Um, I mean, uh, do you guys have any other comments on this subject or should we move on to the next subject? Um, I'm just trying to look at the chat because I see a bunch of questions that people are trying to, to get to. Um, I see, is there a balanced comparison? It's from James Viggy. Is there a balanced comparison of the two implementation that explains the trade-offs or exposes the fatal flaw, et cetera? Genuine question looking for resources to understand the debate. Uh, so I would say with uh, with that, the balanced comparison, uh, there's been a lot of, there's been research papers done by OXT research, although you may seem it's bias, so it's fine. It is a I would look bias, towards to how many, <laughs> it's owned by Samurai Wallet, but I would go towards, um, I would take a look at 6102's work. So 6102, big shout out. I mean, um, I, I've been I've been friends with a guy for a while and worked with him for a long time. But he he was a wasabi like uh, documentation contributor, and so he knows the ins and outs of wasabi. And then was you know also working with Samurai Wallet to also address issues or implement new things, and um, was a shill for that as well. So he, he's seen both sides and joined market. So he's done the research um, from an unbiased perspective, uh, at least in my opinion, as unbiased as I can see it. Uh, so he's got the research there, uh, James, if you want to go take a look at his stuff, uh, hopefully he'll post, he's listening and he'll post his, uh, his links. But 
Yeah, I mean, there's it's not a real comparison. Like, there's no. It's weird. You, that, it's weird at, that, him and, two, that him and Bitcoin Q and A haven't released any kind of. Um, Sixty one to two has coin join overview. He just posted it in the Twitch, um, chat. Let me see if I can copy this. Yeah, I was um, about to do this. I'm gonna try and copy it over to the other chats if possible. Let me oh, see. He if got I can it. Do no, we're good. He got it. But yeah, uh, maybe, oh yeah, maybe you can post it on the over on the overlay. Um, but yeah, I, but- I the 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 thing is is. First of all, we do need a if if sixty. I mean, I know sixty one two is listening or Bitcoin Q and A. We need a, like we need an actual document that shows um, it very clearly. Um, but I mean, I I would say that the the main difference is uh, the way Whirlpool is set up is it's set up in a way to try and reduce user error. And with the Wasabi way, you can use it in a relatively secure way, but you have to be a very advanced user to do that. Um, and, and the cool part about Samurai is that they kind of just hold your hand um, while, while you're going through that process. Would you, would you agree on that, Telco? Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, um, you know, the, what they try to get away with in the beginning uh, or what, what Wasabi tried to do different was that they wanted mass outputs to confuse the, to confuse the actual analysis of the, of the coin join, but that doesn't work when it's just a banana peel, right? And it's just peeling. Uh, I really do recommend everyone going through and either reading, <laughs> either reading, uh, six one or twos write up <laughs> or, uh, or take a look at Ergo's work. Um, I know Ergo is part of like the Samurai team, but when you read it, you, you see facts. You know, at the, at the end of the day, you want to see facts. And if you don't believe them because you want an unbiased thing, I go back to my previous point of like, you know, run it yourself and see. Like run Testnet or if you want to put your coins through there, sure. Um, you know, just try it out and see the outputs um, and see and start breaking it down and try to try to compare and contrast what, OXT research team is talking about and then understand what why they're wrong or they're right because um, really ultimately I mean Bitcoin used to be about don't trust verify right so like that's what we should get back to um, other than that I, I mean like I think we've we've beat Whirlpool <laughs> to a pulp it's a uh, okay, so, so, so the freaks might know that I'm very good at Twitter search um it's one of my strong suits. Uh, when my grandkids ask me, um, Matt, how did you, how are you so successful? I'll be like, ah, oh, you know, Twitter search. Like people just have to know <laughs> what to type in. Um, so here, to anyone who's watching, this was the Twitter hacker who we found out today got the, the he got the book thrown at him. He got charged with three years in prison, um, which I would just say, uh, if if what the Twitter hacker in, in the summer did was so bad for our society, um, maybe Twitter should have faced some kind of punishment for allowing a fucking kid to access their 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 closely guarded systems and have admin access to everything they fucking do and, and do what he did, right? Um, but that being said, this is the Twitter hack- hacker's flow. Um, and what happened was he put his Bitcoin through Wasabi 
he did everything security wise uh, on the internet he did correctly the bitcoin scam is what fucked him what fucked him was he decided that he was going to try and scam people for bitcoin on twitter um and he received that bitcoin and all of a sudden that bitcoin became a tracking beacon for let's fuck this kid and he put it through wasabi and what did he do after he put it through wasabi he pressed the select all button that is in wasabi and he sent that all to the next address and as you can see in the video if, if you're watching the live video you can see that he just strictly you just take the amount that went into wasabi and you subtract that by by the amount that went out um and with with the change combined and then you have you have his path and it was just very easy to track him through that mix that's what the fbi did and they threw the book at him so this is this is what happens when you use a software that is that doesn't care about the user and and the wasabi people you know will tell you oh well the user used it wrong okay well, good software doesn't let you use it wrong. And I'm not advocating for crime. I don't think he should be, I don't think criminals uh, should get away with their crimes. But I think that if people expect privacy from software, they should get privacy from software. And and this is a perfect example of why Wasabi is broken. The Wasabi people know it's broken. And that's why they're trying to create a whole new fucking algorithm instead of fucking admitting that they were wrong. I mean, yeah, I, I think you hit <laughs> on the head. I don't really have much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't expect you guys to add much to that because that was uh, that was a little bit brutal. There. It was a good rant. Okay. I give you credit. So um, I would like to go to Lightning. So I think Lightning is probably the best post-mix tool that we have available to us. Um, and you samurai people are against Lightning. So justify well, justify your lack of interest in Lightning to me. I'll add a little tidbit and then I'll let like, whoa, comment some, and then maybe I'll comment back in. Cause I feel like I talk a lot, but, um, I personally, I think the principle of lightning is cool. Like, I think it's good. Right. Like the, the concept, right. Is people want to spend Bitcoin. That is fucking great. Like that. I'm all for people spending Bitcoin. I don't really care whether it's with lightning or whether it's with on-chain. Um, I think that the overall, like that lightning is this holy grail of a fix is not quite accurate. I think that, um, you know, like, is this something we're going to need in the future? Like, yeah, I mean, maybe it depends on, there, there's a lot of factors that it depends on the future, but you know, there's, inherent risk it's not easy and i think that um i just I, I think that we've been like we've had development in lightning for what what year is it 27 2021 2016 i think what 2017 was the kickoff of mainnet am i, am well, I, I think am 16 I, was the white paper 16 16 was, was white the white paper, paper. Right. 2017 was like no shit mainnet then, right? Like right at the new year. Um, so I, I mean, yeah, I, I think that like we've been in this for a long time and we still see a lot of issues, right? Um, and I don't see a ton of actual usage, right? Like if it was the, the savior that it was supposed to be, right? Because we got to think about what lightning actually 
man, I said this was going to be short, but it's not. Uh, we had to think about what lightning, why it came about, right? Like why it, it like kicked off into development and then why it got rushed. In my opinion, I felt like it got rushed into mainnet. It got rushed into like this whole like adoption and everyone put it up on this giant pedestal immediately, right? Like we didn't even see that with Taproot. Like we saw lightning be put up like this God of software. And even right now, right? Like if you look at coin cards or at like bit refill, like you're looking at the bottom of the barrel for like of all of their different currencies that they accept cryptocurrencies they accept. It's like the least um, it's the least used, which should be like worrisome for anybody. That's like, I'm not saying that you're not super bullish, right? Like you could be super, super bullish on like the outcome of it, but are you super bullish on it? Like currently right now, because I don't see a ton of people using it. I see it as like a novelty, you know, people like the idea and maybe we can, uh, you know, maybe you can use some, I find it difficult that you need to lock up funds in a channel and that from there, um, you know, maybe you can spend it. Maybe you don't, you don't know how much, and you never know how much you're actually going to need until the time that you need it. Right. So then you end up having to lock up more than you need to so on and so forth. I, I don't know. I see different issues, but it's been a while since I've been in the lightning game, but I don't know. Like, like what, do you have anything to add to lightning? I can't say anything bad about lightning to be honest, because I, I I've used it myself. I know man likes it and it has a future, <laughs> even though it doesn't have a lot of, you know, volume going into it compared to other things, but uh, long term, it, 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 it should have some, it, it should have a future. And the I best, know if I if I talk shit about it, Evan is not gonna buy me a beer next to the meeting in NYC. Yeah, we're so. we're all, we're all gonna fucking throw you to the wolves if you talk shit about lightning. <laughs> no, no, um, lightning lightning network is, is good. Is I think you know it 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 can improve, but I think the movement in terms of community involvement, a lot of you know a lot of wallets out there are very very strong, and a lot of people are just putting a lot of work into it. Um, you know, I know, I know some of you don't want to, you don't want to add it into, you know, into Ronan and, you know, I, I you know, I respect that, you know, we don't want it. The reason I want to maximalist. And no, I, no, the you only reason maximalist, I, you, you refuse, you refuse to understand that lightning is one of the best post mix tools that we have available to us. You go through coin join. And you're able to spend off chain and it never goes on chain is a fucking massive. No, the thing is, you know, it's, 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 know, it's not, it doesn't replace coin join. It is, it is a valuable addition to coin join. This is what it, like the open noms of the world realize. My this perspective is, what, this is, is what, we're on a whole different level. My perspective is, you know, if, if, if we were to add it to running dojo, whatever, you know, I think that if you're going to be running a uh, Lightning Network, that's all you should be running on a, on a single board computer, nothing else. Because if you try to run, you know, Lightning Network with uh, Samurai Dojo, with Mempool, with Spectre. Yeah, I mean, I don't whatever. think you guys, I don't think you guys should have Lightning implemented. I think people, if 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 you're running CoinJoin twenty four seven, then that should be isolated. And I think if you're running your own Lightning node or your own routing node. 24 7 online that should be isolated 
So I think this idea, sure. this idea that you're going to have everything on a single online computer is fucking ridiculous. But Matt, that's In the either thing situation, with- you should have, you should have everything on a, on a dedicated computer. But that being said, if you're, if you're a lightning fan and you trust the Ronin devs, like maybe you should be able to opt in for, for lightning in that respect, you know, you know, you have, so if, if, I, I, mean, I, I should be able to have two Ronin dojos running one running only CoinJoin and one running lightning, right? The only way that if we were to add lightning network, I would have to uh, dose Selco with some LSD and eventually tie him up in a basement for him to agree on it. But if we were to eventually add it, it would be in a way where you couldn't run Samurai Dojo at the same time with lightning network. That's the thing because you can't, like like you said, you have a, you've got to have a dedicated node that runs Lightning Network, a dedicated node that runs Ronin Dojo, or my node, whatever, you know, but Samurai Dojo specifically. Because if you try to run everything, like most people just want to click on everything. They want to install every application that's available, whatever, you know, Umbro, my node. And this is one of the problems that they have, you know, everyone wants to install everything and, you know, they want to add everything in, in the kitchen sink, right? And that's a problem because some of these these machines they can't handle all that all the resources that are being put into it, so it becomes very unstable. So if you want to run Lightning Network, set up a node that's specifically going to be dedicated for that. If you want to run run in Dojo, set up a node that's that's going to be specifically set up for that, not both at the same time. But I'll let I'll let I'll let Selko, you know shine in and you know give his opinion. I know he I, he's cursing me okay. out right now, right? So, the one thing i'll be honest there was there was a moment of weakness that i almost implemented uh implemented lightning uh directly into the dojo stack like i mean like into dojo um because we have a fork like if other people don't know that i'm we are very transparent about it like we fork it based on like what we need uh we maintain with upstream but um Evan from Zeus, who I know you've has been on Citadel Dispatch. He's a New York guy. I know. Shout out to fucking you guys. Um, but yeah, he was he was trying to help me out. And the the whole principle of why I was like thinking about that idea was for doxic change. Not so much for postmix tools. I I don't know if I necessarily like I, I get where you're coming from, Matt. Like, I get the idea of like you do a coin, you, you do a whirlpool, and then hey, you're in postmix. Now you do a cahoots into a lightning channel, right? In theory, like yeah, sure, like that that could work. Like I don't see why anyone should not do that. But um, I mean, other, other, unless you don't trust lightning, uh, that's up to you. How much funds you want to put in the lightning, but. Um, what I was looking at it specifically for is like, if we could have a way to specifically segregate out that doxic change, um, from that TX zero doxic change, and then that can go into lightning. My biggest thing that I see with lightning right now, right. Is that so much of it or like the best wallets that we have there. I mean, they're custodial, right? Like custodial wallets are, are so much easier, faster, um that you get preloaded with um with liquidity like if i if i'm like not if i'm like a brand new user 
right? A brand new user. I'm a plebe from, you know, wherever, no coiner. And then I become a big, I like, hey, I want to buy Bitcoin. And someone's like, dude, you got to try Lightning, right? You want them to have that instant satisfaction of like, hey, this is how it works. And then you're not waiting to pay a fee. There's not, um, you're not like waiting for your, your liquidity to get confirmed on chain. You, you just want to show them, hey, you can pay low fees, right? Um, so I, that's where, that's where I see, I see a lot, a bigger future in lightning with custodial wallets. Well, uh, and again, I, I don't want to, I don't want to bash. We, I'm we not have, saying. We, we have, there, there are wallets like Phoenix and Breeze that are like treading the middle ground where it's, it's easy to access. Um, and it's not custodial. Exactly. It's like, uh. Quasi, Soft it's like quasi custodial. It's it, it's you're connecting to their their routing nodes, but technically they don't hold the price. So let me answer a question to Jesse. Um, he's asking, what if I have a node and I run multiple things on there? Like, well, is noodle. that okay? Yeah. This is so, all right. So you gotta be careful. You you you're, My advice is look at the, you know how the system is working. You know, look at your free memory. Look if you're swapping, depending on how much software you have on there, you want to make sure that you're not going to take up too many resources because you're going to have uh, a lot of instability if your CPU temperature is, is going up, especially if your system starts swapping. So you want to be careful on that. So you want to mm -hmm. try to only enable the things that you're actually going to use. So for instance, if you're going to be you know, using something very often, enable that. If you're just installing something just to installing it, don't install it. Make sure it's something you're going to be using, but do not do too much. Samurai Dojo is, 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 is resource intensive. You know, Lightning Network, whatever you choose on there, it's, it's going to use up a lot of resources. I mean, I, I don't even think the issue is the resources, right? The issue is just basic threat modeling. Like if you have, if you have two things that are of value, if you split them up, then they have to separately attack both of those things. If you have them on the same fucking device, then they just have to attack one device and they get yeah, both. Yeah, you have you have one layer of you you have one layer of entry right there, right? They're very so. it's a very simple concept. Like you want to split up your 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 value. Your the the value you have you want to split up. You don't and, want and, all your value to be in one place. You don't want and, someone to walk into a home and just have every, all the money just sitting in a single closet. You want it to be in multiple closets in different houses, right? And and that's very true, you know. And 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 the thing is, you know, people they they, they think setting up a Raspberry Pi, you know, Rock Pro 64 is very, very hard, but it really isn't, you know. It's you have to just have keep an open mind. There's a lot of resources out there. I I eventually I'm gonna be writing guys on how to set up, you know, these types of devices for yourself. Okay. But uh, you have to just, you know, not not think of it as rocket science. You know, these are tiny computers, I know, but they're they're really not that hard to set up. So I love you both. Uh, I think now is a great time to talk about KYC. Um, before we talk about KYC, I just want to do a quick little video from BISC, and then we'll talk about it. There are many places to buy Bitcoin. They collect your personal information and jeopardize your privacy. KYC is the illicit activity. BISC is open source. It does not collect user data. 
You keep your private keys. Create or take offers to trade peer-to-peer. -peer, and keep your Bitcoin private and secure. So why shouldn't users, that was BISC, why shouldn't users, why should users be concerned about KYC? And uh, why yeah. should they care? Uh, is, this is a good one. So, uh, you know, funny story. So like my, I have family friends that, um, family and friends that are like well off now. Uh, a lot of them are older family members and stuff that, that have a lot of money. And so, you know, they're now that they see the bull market again, they're getting super excited. Right. And, uh, you know, they, they see me as someone that can, you know, guide them through the waters. Um, I tell them to just listen to TFTC, but they didn't listen. There we go. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, the, uh, you know, so they always ask, right. And they're on Coinbase or pro and they're, you know, or Swan or whatever. And it's something like, uh, you know, when we get down to it, I, I start to talk to them about, Hey, like, cause it kills me a little bit inside every time that we talk about KYC cause it's inherently like against everything that I believe, you know, like as a person that had been there, you know, I would rather someone that learned from my mistakes, right. I would rather someone that doesn't just fold to the easiest thing available. And I get that that need that that's a, an inevitable uh, route that is going to always be in Bitcoin. Like the easiest path to get Bitcoin is always going to be there. And that easiest path is always going to involve compliance. Right. Um, but as I started to talk to these people that, that had all this money and that wanted to buy Bitcoin and I started to explain some of the different, um, you know, the different risks and the different, um, advantages to buying no KYC, right? Like if you buy no KYC and you buy it with cash, who knows that you have it? And they were like, no one. And I was like, exactly. Right. So like, if no one knows that you have it and then one day you go to sell and you sell it to someone else for cash, who knows that you have it or who knows that you made that transaction? They go, no one. I get, exactly. Right. Like that, that's the kind of stuff that forward thinking and, and not to mention, right. You don't want to be on the list. No one, no one in Bitcoin, no one in general should want to be on a list. Right. Like in America, you could go back to 2001. Right. And go back to like, you don't want to be on a no fly list. Right. So that's bad. That's a bad day. Same thing. Right. Let's move forward. Right. Like you don't want to be on a you had to buy your guns and register them. We're going to kind of small plug into guns and Bitcoin. Like you don't want to you don't want to own firearms that are going to throw you on a list that the government owns. Right. Because one day, maybe not right now. The U.S. government's pretty shady when it comes to the timing and the um, and the the longevity, right? Like they they take their time to to take privacy and to take take things away from you, right? It's never it's never immediate, but so you don't you don't want to be on a list. So like if you're on a KYC list, right? Unless you sell those KYC those KYC sats back, right? You're always you're always there. You're always on the list. You're always going to be someone that say 6102 happens. Shut up. 6102 happens. <laughs> and they, they, try to come, they try to come for your Bitcoin, right? Like, I love that. They're like, they're like stealing you're your Bitcoin. They're stealing your Bitcoin. And as they're stealing your Bitcoin, you're like, shout out 6102. <laughs> That's um, the first thing I'm going to do. I'm, so, I swear so, I'll do it. 
the reason I ask these questions is for the same. It's like I so I asked the same question of last week. We had lightning. We had lightning focused people, and I said, "Why lightning?" Right. Um, and I, I the reason I ask these questions is because we need to we 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 need to fine tune our messaging. Um, this idea that just the compliance bros care about marketing is a ridiculous idea. We will never admit it. But we need to have fine-tuned uh, messaging for our audience, and with, with with KYC, the key is is it's not a Bitcoin thing. Our whole world is KYC'd. They are literally the powers that are be. I said they. I know I said they. Um, the royal they. Uh, it 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 is the the government and the powers that be are making sure that everything we do in our lives are identified and cataloged. This idea that if you go to the mall, that person is cataloged into a database somewhere, that person went to the mall. This is, this is a commonplace thing that is happening across every facet of our society, whether that's you're leaving the country, whether that's you're entering a city, whether that's um, you're showing up at a building and 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 to go into some random office or some some shit like that, um, or or you're leaving the country. All these things are cataloged and decided who does what, um, and it creates this situation where we're going to have databases that basically um, catalog every single action that we do as a free individual, and that basically takes away our, our complete freedom. Um, and, and with Bitcoin, it's to the extreme because with Bitcoin, if we don't take any actions after, after the fact, um, our transactions can be counted indefinitely. So once, once they have us in the system and then we move into Bitcoin, um, they can follow us through all of our Bitcoin transactions and they can follow anyone we transact with, um, by proxy. So, uh, if I pay, if I decide, to go into Bitcoin Black Cab, uh, I fly over to London. They see I bought a ticket. Um, I'm flying to London. They know I'm going to Europe. I get to Europe. I call a taxi. It's the only taxi that accepts Bitcoin. And then all of a sudden, Bitcoin Black Cab, they know he picked me up at that time, you know, and I paid him Bitcoin. Um, so, so all those things together, like it becomes pretty apparent pretty quickly, in my opinion, that if you care about freedom, um, you care about privacy and you have to push back against these, these requests for private information for every single fucking thing we do. If, if we don't, if we, that's the first step. If we don't push back against that, uh, it becomes very difficult for us to have privacy in any other aspect of our life. I mean, I mean, absolutely. I mean, it goes back to uh, the, you know, using non-Googled phones, right? Like using those things and disabling all the stuff, like do everything that you can, right? Taking small steps, but do everything you can to take back your freedom, right? To take back your privacy because, uh, because that stuff is going to slowly increase, right? Like I said, governments aren't stupid, right? Especially in America, Right, where we're a bunch of hard-headed assholes um, that love our freedom, they know not to just 
up and take everyone's guns. They know not to just up and, you know, restrict everyone's freedoms overnight, right? I'm, I'm going to ignore the, the lockdowns before I get like shit on for the lockdowns. Um, you know, they, they know not to do that because they know that it's too inherent in the American values to, to fight that kind of oppression. So what, what do they do, right? It's small incremental attacks over time. And the, the scariest part about all of that is that most of it, most of those freedom attacks, most of that data that's getting pulled doesn't come from the government. It's Twitter, it's Facebook, it's all of the, and that's like, I guess kind of why some people like prefer Telegram, right? Like it's, it's based out of Russia, right? So some people are like, I trust Russia more than I do trust the American government with my information or American companies with my information. But ultimately it goes back to that, like, you know, diverters uh, mentioned to like use the tools, right? Like use matrix, use uh, Mastodon or whatever it is. They're not gonna, it's never gonna have the same level of following, right? But, um, you know, you have to understand the risks that you're taking. You have to understand that you're you're giving up something. And so that goes with KYC and it goes with Bitcoin. Are you okay with buying your Bitcoin and giving up and associating your identity with that UTXO, right? Now, that UTXO or that amount that you bought, say on Coinbase or whatever, that is going to stay in their logs for however long, but let's like, you know, you could say, Hey, I'm going to coin join. I'm going to move the coins. It's going to break my, you know, break my deterministic links and they're not going to know how I spend afterwards. And you're like, yeah, that, that is hundred percent true. They're not going to know how you spend afterwards, but they're going to know that you had X amount, you know, they're going to know that you bought X amount on, on that exchange, you know? So when you buy no KYC from day one, or whenever you buy no KYC, number one, you should keep those funds separate. You should always keep your KYC versus no KYC separated. And when you do that, you are now uh, you're you're one step ahead in the privacy game, right? Like, you, should you still coin join? Absolutely. Should you still do use your Postmix tools? Absolutely. But what like you by you not associating an identity to to the amount of coin that you have that UTXO you've now taken a, a, a greater step forward You're an even bigger battle and you just want to even battle by not starting out giving up your identity so like that that to me it, like that should be the most paramount thing and um you know shilling you know it's a painful thing like i i, I feel like you're in a bad spot matt <laughs> like having like i think that like you and Lavera, right. I got a lot of respect for. Well, like I think you and Lavera, and there's a lot of people who are in this boat, right? That like understand the benefits and that and the advantage to having no KYC coin, right? But there's also the argument to say, hey, like we need more people in Bitcoin in general. I would rather sacrifice well, no, I mean, their KYC. I I'm not. I'm not saying you're saying you want to sacrifice their KYC. Well, no, like, I would. I would. I would. I, would lo I love Stefan, but I feel like throwing him in the same boat is a little bit. Uh... <laughs> oh, do it, do it. You won't. No, I know. I, I won't. I won't. <laughs> I, I love Stefan. I, I. My. My point is. My point is. 
is is I I don't think that I'm th I if I if I thought that I was throwing people into the KYC fucking juggernaut without explaining the risks to them, then I wouldn't do what I do. That's fair. That's, and that, and that's it's not and like I don't I wouldn't even knock you if you didn't. And here's why. I I, I prefer I, I prefer if a user bought KYC Bitcoin over nothing. Exactly, and that's that's exactly, and that's that's, that's not to pump my own bags. That's for them. That's for the user. I actually think the user is better off owning Bitcoin than not owning Bitcoin. Exactly, but, and and like I'm guilty yeah. of this too, right? Like going back to my story, like these people that want it, like advice and in, in um on Bitcoin, right? Like ultimately, like they want to buy Bitcoin, and they want to buy Bitcoin the easiest way. Um, most of them, most normal people don't care about KYC. They don't think twice. Um, but they do care, dude. They do because some, some do. like, like, so, 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 so recently what I've been doing is, um, is, is people ask me, okay, like I want to, like, I'm finally ready to buy. Right. Um, I don't even buy like to be like, I'm just going to admit like, to be quite honest, like, I'm not going to tell some rando to use bisque or use hodl hodl or use no kyc like i just yeah. tell them i tell them to go to swan right so i say go to swan bitcoin um and 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 that way you're just dollar cost averaging into bitcoin there's no shit coins no whatever and they hit the kyc wall right and they go matt this kyc is horrible it is ridiculous, like what I need to, what I require. And I actually think that's like a great educational experience, right? Because like yeah. the reason the KYC exists is because they want to use their bank account. Like it has nothing to do with Bitcoin. It has everything to do with the the, the traditional financial system. Them Them hitting that wall and going, oh my God. Like the government's requiring me to give all this fucking information to this random ass dollar cost averaging company called Swan Bitcoin, um, is 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 blasphemous. Like that's a ridiculous concept. Like that realization almost sells them on Bitcoin itself. Yeah, no, I I, I definitely agree. I think that everyone goes through a journey, and um, you know, I mean that that's how. You know, the majority of Bitcoiners started. I mean, like, if you got to think, if you were, I guess, in the class of 2015, right, or 2014, 2015, right, like, you were, right, or 2016, I guess, would be better. You know, you you were just like, yeah, let me get Bitcoin, right, and then you learn, and then you go through the pains, um, and I and I've talked about this with a lot of people. It's like, it's a People, a lot of people need to learn through like getting burned, right? Like if you try to explain to people and, and like ultimately like they kind of get it, but they don't truly understand when we say not your keys, not your Bitcoin. Like a lot of people don't really understand why like have, like owning it makes sense. So you have to put it in a way it makes sense to them. But, um, you know, the same thing, it, it's a journey um, and that's why I don't fight it you know when people are like i just want to get bitcoin right now i want the easiest way to get it at this price before the price goes up i want to get it immediately and da 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 and and i get it you know like i don't normally fight them um i have had some people that were like holy shit like i want to buy 
you know, 50K of Bitcoin right now. And I'm like, I can't supply that. But um, <laughs> it's only one Bitcoin. It's less. Like, it's like <laughs> well, this was before it was it's one like Bitcoin. 90 million sats, bro. Yeah, before that was before that was before it was, you know, <laughs> but either way, you know, it's like uh, because they, they understood crazy. they understood the benefit. Right. And not everyone gets it. And it, and it takes time and it takes time for people to, to go down the rabbit hole. And that's part of our I don't want to say duty because I got out of that. I remember being all about like educating people and teaching all the normies that I work with or whoever I came in contact with. Uh, it becomes a big hassle you know. it becomes a big, and I, and I give respect to you, Matt, and like other people that do this where it's like, man, like, especially like you, when you go from a bull market to a bear market Oof. and then all the people that you're like no shit friends with are like, you know, what the fuck. And you just have to be like, go back to the fundamentals of Bitcoin and, if they Stay got into it for, yeah like and if they got into it for for you know the wrong reason then they're just sitting there disgruntled and pissed you know but uh ultimately you know the, like if if they're gonna buy kyc like they're gonna buy kyc you know and our job is to make sure oh god hold on <laughs> Guys, if you the guys, fed, if you buy KYC, hey, Jake, can you say hi? Say hi, Spider Man. Say hi. No. Hey, Spider Man. Okay. What's Sorry. up, Spider Man? Sorry, I'm getting beat up. My bad. Hold on. I love it. Listen, if you buy KYC, be prepared to pay taxes. There's just no way out of it unless you're gonna freaking, you know, take a risk. You're gonna have to pay taxes, and that's We're the reality. That is. I mean. Hey, you're gonna buy KYC. You're gonna have to deal with the consequences, right? Yeah, I mean, and, we had we had the former the former Fed chair. It was almost um, the clip that we started this episode with, but she wasn't. Um, and she said, "The main thing that the U.S. dollar has over cryptocurrencies is that the U.S. dollar doesn't have capital gains taxes when you spend it." And I thought twofold. I thought, okay. Uh, you created those taxes and second fold um, we only pay capital gains taxes because our money increases in value. Um, so um, that's great that you have a money that just loses money, loses value every fucking year. Of course you don't have to pay fucking taxes on it. Uh, time, okay, out. But, time out. What? Time out. Time out. Can I just say how fucking stupid that is? Like if you spend Bitcoin as a currency, you get tax capital gains. Can we just say how, how like, yeah, absolutely I, stupid. Like that I, is the I, dumbest. I do not disagree that it's stupid, but I also I know I'm running a, a live show here where anything can be said. Um, but these are not the type of discussions I want to have on the show. Um, so um Fine. because this is all this is all this is all forever, and I do not want this to be forever. So hey, I, I will not, we will not discuss we will not discuss this topic and we will continue on. Um, do you guys have any opinion on Taproot? Either of you? Like, well, you can take it if if you want. I, I'm more about uh, a lot equals true. So, what does that mean? It's, lot it's, equals true. See what censor Odell. Fuck you, sixty one hundred two. I would like you come <laughs> out. You come out publicly and have a conversation about taxes. Six one hundred two. Why you leave Telegram? That's all I want to know. <laughs> 
Uh, let let's 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 hear uh let's what do you what do you think about Taproot? Do you you guys either either of you guys have opinions on Taproot? I don't have that much of an opinion on it. I think that it shouldn't become it, it shouldn't come to a big mess where everyone has to basically commit to something that might not come true. That's my opinion. It's just, you know, it's, it seems that there's a, a lot of Drake sauce on it. People are, you know, trying to basically commit to it. And there, there are all these requirements. And I think it should just go through. What do you, what do you think, Zelko? You have an opinion on Taproot? I mean, I know that the, the majority of the benefit comes to multi-sig users, right? Um, I, I know it's not the only one. And uh, I, I would like to hear your opinion on it. Um, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not crazy, you know, for or against anything. Uh, if it's a benefit to, you know, to the overall Bitcoin, then yeah, like, let's do it. But because um, I, I feel like in, in Bitcoin in general, right, like to try to get, I guess it's a benefit in general, right? Like, we want Taproot. I think paint. we want Taproot. I think, yeah, I think I, our, our boys over at Samurai want Taproot, but they're just so broken that they just don't want to participate. <laughs> I, think they, I think like T-Dev, I think T-Dev wants Taproot. Like I think, I think it benefits Samurai. I'm not, I won't speak for T-Dev. I'm sure, I'm sure like, <laughs> I'm sure that if, uh, if Taproot, uh, if Taproot's beneficial to Samurai, like they're already testing. Like there's no right. doubt. But, but I, I, I my point is people. they're so broken. My point is they're so broken that they're just like, I just don't want to, I won't believe it until I see it. That's fair. I mean, which is like, like fine. You think, what was the last major event <laughs> in uh, like innovation in Bitcoin, right? With Segwit. Yo, if, if was, I had to like, rely, if, if I had to rely on Bitcoin upgrades, I would be the most broken motherfucker ever. Like, but I, what about the people that, that think about, you know, Bitcoin by default is not private, right? That rule is going to add some kind of, uh, you know, a, a bit of privacy into it, right? And imagine, imagine, imagine being someone who cared about Bitcoin privacy and you just have like all the compliance bros just like constantly just fucking. And they're going to be, they're going to be, like, oh my God. Smacking you, know? you in the balls over and over again. And like, that's what T-Dev and fucking Samurai had to deal with. And, and it, it is what it is. But my point is, is that they both, whether or not they will admit it, they both want Taproot to happen. And we're going to make Taproot happen. It's going to happen. Uh, it might be the last thing that happens, but it will happen. And uh, it'll be a massive improvement for Bitcoin. I agree with um, that. I think it's a big chance that it will happen. It's gonna happen. There's, there's, there's pretty much no inertia against it. So I think it'll happen, and I think it'll be very good for Bitcoin privacy. Uh, but, but to be absolutely clear, like Bitcoin privacy sucks. So it's, it's, it's easy to have a massive improvement for Bitcoin privacy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, from from what I from what I understand, and I'm I'm not gonna sit here and tell all your users that I'm like super in depth on on Taproot, and that's mostly because I I don't know it it always seemed hyped that it'll happen, and we've been hearing about it for so long. Um, but I mean, it, like I said, if it's a net, like you said, if it's a net negative or a net positive rather, so if it's a net positive for Bitcoin privacy, like you you will see it, and we'll see it in Samurai. Um, 
and then yeah we'll we'll make all the changes and um ultimately like anything that's beneficial for our privacy we need to start taking i it blows my mind that we've been in this game for this long and we don't see things like we see massive changes in in um you know benefits that happen from the wallet level like why why in the world are there things that wallets are doing that are net benefit to bitcoin that are not implemented at the core level is beyond me you know like like we talked about bit 47 well, that's what we're about bro i mean it's more difficult right obviously if, if yeah i mean I, and like i said it's probably a, a positive right being harder to change the core code is probably better right like it's um more stable it's uh less risk adverse that's a value problem a stable core um core repo but like like bitcoin as a whole i i don't know i'm kind of torn torn on it i think uh you know i think all the best changes happen like from what i've seen over the past you know, four years, the best changes happen at the wallet level. I mean, no one asked, <laughs> no, no one asked core if they could do like once, I guess I was, I was about to say lightning, but I guess I couldn't use that as an no, example. No, lightning's a once perfect segue. Once we had segue, well, we, right, like, we need a segue. We need a segue. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, bad, bad example. We needed a massive, uh, we need a massive war <laughs> in order to, to enable lightning. Yes. That's fair. <laughs> 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 yeah, but like here we are. We're at the same spot. Hey, this is a big change at core. It's a huge change, you know. I mean, it's pretty big. That root is a pretty big change at the core level. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm excited for it. If it uh if it happens, let's uh let's you know, let's make it happen. But um yeah, overall, I mean, I think the core devs, like core devs really need to be be really thinking about the privacy side like i i really it blows my mind that like we've seen hardware wallet improvements to bitcoin core before we've seen privacy improvements like that doesn't even make sense like there are bips that are out there that would improve bitcoin privacy across across all wallets from a core level that we could implement but we choose to do other like add other things that are not nearly as important um not not to say hardware wallets aren't important but like hardware wallet interface from the core wallet like like it's good i'm not i know you're a hardware wallet guy but like honestly i would rather i think privacy is more important in my personal opinion Wait, yeah, well, we're not fucking competing we're competing we're, we're not competing <laughs> We're, 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 we're not. <laughs> I'm. I mean, I don't know. I'm 100 in the same boat as Ergo with uh, being a Samurai Maxi, but I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I have a very, very, very small amount on card, cold card, and I have a, a I have a very large amount both in Samurai <laughs> cold card. Okay, so. it's it's a very small amount, but it's there. It's mostly there, so I can test Spectre. So you know, whatever. The the point is is Matt's money is where his mouth is. Uh, yeah, no, I give you Matt. I give you credit, Matt. You're we're not. Like, we're not. Compi- yeah, we're not competing. It is. It is. It is a partnership. It, Matt, it, what it, is, we, we need what both. 
What is your thoughts on Bit47 reusable payment codes? It makes no sense. It makes no, I mean, the problem with Bit47 is that only Samurai supports it. That's 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 the. I think yeah, that's, I mean that that's a major issue. It's a major issue if you're trying it to is. accept donations. If you're trying to accept donations and you need the person to not only have an Android phone but they have to have this specific fucking app to donate to you is an issue. That's a that's a fucking massive issue. Yeah, um, I agree. That with is you. not Samurai's fault. That is it's ridiculous that no one else offers Bit Forty Seven. It's very to the ridiculous. point to the point where it's it's. It's pretty fucking funny because um, I'm Matt O'Dell, so I have I have some some ability to uh, pe people ask me to be an advisor, but like I just say all this shit publicly, you know, publicly. Add bib forty seven. Like, what do you what do you think I'm telling the people I advise? I'm just like add bib forty seven. Like, can you add bib forty seven? Can you? Add it's unbelievable. I literally everything I say on the podcast is what I tell people privately when um, they they ask me to be an advisor. Like I literally just I just repeat exactly what I say publicly. But it's and amazing it's, it's that hilarious. none of these wallets. It's amazing that none of these wallets offer this feature where you know you can literally just have increase your privacy tenfold just by using Bet Forty Seven. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, people are it's ridiculous. Amazing. Bro. People are I mean, yeah, I just talked about this on a, on a different podcast, like the the fact that I mean, we, we talked about licensing and the fact that Samurai is open source and anybody can utilize the tools that they have. But we don't see the adoption across any other wallets like we don't see Postmix tools. We don't see added adding Whirlpool like they can add Whirlpool, right? They can absolutely add Whirlpool <laughs> to <laughs> Sorry, the banner was funny. Um, they can add book. Whirlpool to to any other wallet and just jump into the same liquidity pool. They can add the Postmix tools. They can do all those things. And in fact, Samurai Wallet wants those people to do that because it's a net benefit to everyone. And we don't see it because of ego and politics. Like that's not where we should be in Bitcoin. That's not where we should be at this time and space in Bitcoin. And we should see people trying to add the best tools to the to the at the wallet level since core devs going back to core devs, since they don't want to add these things. That's totally cool. But the wallets, the wallet developers should be adding those things. Like, why are we not there? Why are we not doing that? Why are why are exchanges not adding BIP 47 so that they can just send it to, you know, to that person's BIP uh, to their fucking BIP address? Right. Like. You never need a, a new address. You never need to send to the it's same perfect. address. You just send to the what same the bit thing. It, it makes perfect sense. It's ridiculous. It makes it makes me fucking livid. I'm angry, freaks. Angry, angry, Matt. Um. Okay. He's all caps. All caps. Yeah, we we got we gotta we gotta finish this up. Uh, but before we finish this up, um. I just want to, are you guys celebrating St. Patty's tomorrow? It's like my favorite holiday. I love it. Green beer, green beer. I'm not going to say if I'm Irish or not, but I definitely always celebrate St. Patty's Day. Um, I, I, I agree. Um, everyone, regardless of nationality, should uh, celebrate St. Patty's Day. 
um, as should everyone add BIP 47. Um, I don't really have um, anything to bring us together. I mean, I, I'm glad that both of you guys agree that Bitcoin's designed to pump forever, uh, which is an important aspect of joining us. Um, so that's important. Uh, I, I, I guess one thing that I want everyone, I mean, I assume neither of you guys have opinions on liquid cause you haven't used it. Right. I mean, I have an unbi like I have a biased opinion on it based on not using it, but I can give you my, my, you know, not using an opinion. On well, if you it, haven't it used it, you have no opinion. Okay. Well then that's fair. Yeah, you should use it. I think I think privacy no. focused Bitcoiners would love liquid. And I think no. that there, we, we need to have like a situation here. We have to we have to make uh, this happen. We're going to make this happen. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to talk about that in the future because maybe maybe in Miami or something we can you can you're going to come to it. Miami. Oh, so that's a good example. So, no, so he's you not guys, coming. Matt, he's I'm not, not coming, coming we, but we I just use it as a segue. Yo, we but, but like, well, like, well, you're gonna join us. You're gonna join us in Miami for the open source workshop. I, I'm gonna have I Ronan am Dojo definitely here. Definitely gonna come. Me and Guerrero from Ronan Dojo team are gonna be there. Okay, so Guerrero Moneta, uh, I love that dude. I met him at Bitblock Boom. He's gonna come with Likewo to Bitcoin Miami. Um, all the freaks should join us. Uh, use code Humble all caps. Uh, they did rug pull me, but we still have 15% off, which is more than their. Uh, 10% off, which they're offering to the general plebs. Uh, so our plebs get an additional 5% off. Um, and I make zero money off of this again. I, you know, I, I just do it for you guys. Um, there's a good chance that maybe this conference just ends up in a complete clusterfuck. In that regard, I will just take the fucking L and I will just shove the sword right through my heart. Uh, and I will regret that that happened. Uh, but my goal is to make the biggest party ever. And that's what I think is going to fucking happen. Um, that being said, so we have no St. Patty's Day celebration. Uh, Twitter is censoring us probably because like, well, post a bunch of titties and they want to <laughs> censor me based off of that. You guys both agree that Bitcoin's designed to pump forever. You have no opinion on liquid. All the freaks are going to use code humble. Quinn Solo is great. Guns and Bitcoin. Guns and Bitcoin. That's something we have to cover before we leave. Guns and Bitcoin is a conference that's going to be happening in Austin April what? 9th. April 9th through what? 10th? The 11th. April 9th through 11th. Gunsandbitcoin.com. I have it for the people who are watching the video. Gunsandbitcoin.com. If, if you value Bitcoin privacy and your Second Amendment rights, go to Guns and Bitcoin. Sure. Most of the Samurai crew will be there. It's going to be a fucking show. It'll be a good fucking time. If you stay there a little bit longer, you get to stay for Bit Devs in Austin, which is going to be fucking dope as fuck. Uh, and they also have um, U University of Austin is also going to uh, have a conference esque thing for Bitcoin. Um, and Quinn Solo's in the comments, quinsolo.com, Q-U-I-N-S-O-L-O.com. Great customized Bitcoin stuff. Um, I love both of you guys. Thank you for joining. Uh, we're going to have you back on pretty soon. You have any last comments uh, before we, we hit the freaks with a, a beautiful sign-off? Yeah. Uh, I just want to say we're about to have a running Dojo 1.9 out. Uh, that I'll give most of the credit to Likewo. He's been crushing it 
Um, we're gonna have a lot of new features, a lot of cool stuff. And then uh, we'll be shipping out some full nodes coming out, some custom cases, something that most, I mean, I, we've been showing it on Twitter, but something unlike anything that you guys have been seeing in the in the space. So some new designs, some new stuff going on. And, um, you know, the goal is to, you know, bring bring privacy to everybody in an easy manner. Uh, so shout out to, to Likewell and the rest of our team because they've been carrying carrying the load for me. Likewell, you can go. Yeah, I, I just have some notes <laughs> from, from other people that we're talking about. So uh, Video for Linux Raven said, are there ways to spend Tox Exchange? I will say talk to Bitcoin QA. He has a lot of resources on that. Uh, a truth Twitter said, I don't want to have a stupid Raspberry Pi on my desk to have a note running. Why can I have software that can spin up the software and a, a virtual private server? Samurai Dojo can run on x86 by default. So vanilla Samurai Dojo, you can run it on x86. So you don't have to wait for running Dojo. Uh, truth Twitter said, what are best practices of spinning out of Postmix? Soravon Cahoos, make every spin a coin joint. <laughs> so, um, you know, Please ask C Lightning Network if you're gonna add lightning. If we add lightning on one Dojo, we will use C Lightning. Don't worry. And and somebody asked Jenna, are open times washer dryers safe? You have to use Clorox bleach and it will be safe. And, and the last one, the last one, then 31 asked, it's like wool still drinking. Yes. Yes. I, I love I, that I, he I, answered all those questions because he knows. He knows the truth of where I stand on, on any of the lightning implementations. But I love you both. I love you both. Thank you for joining us. Um, this was fucking fantastic. Uh, Bitcoin is going to rule the world. Thank you guys for uh, stepping up and running families. Like that's fucking awesome. Um, I look forward to seeing you both in Bitcoin Miami for, for Bitcoin 2021, uh, June 4th and 5th. Use code HUMBLE for 15% off. Uh, thank you, Freaks, for joining us live. Uh, thank you, Freaks, for joining us not live in the podcast. Um, this is what it's about. We're going to fucking win. There's a million people. There's billions of people who have no fucking idea what the fuck is going on, but we realize what's going on. That is fucking ridiculous. Like this, It blows my mind every day, but here we are together. I love you all. I'll see you. On Thursday for Rabbit Hole Recap, I'll see you next Tuesday for the next Citadel Dispatch. We have a fucking crazy lineup for Citadel Dispatch next week. I'm never set up ahead of time, but this time I was set up with the Ronin Dojo guys because I love them and we were prepared ahead of time. And next week I'm set up with Lightning Gaming. We're going to do like a bunch of Lightning shit. It's going to be all about gaming and 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 killing people and 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 making stats for it. And it's going to be a, it's going to be a lot of fun. So join us next week. But also join us for RHR on Thursday. Love you all.
Um, let's make them feel happy freaks i love you all i'll see you on thursday for rabbit hole recap look forward to seeing you next tuesday for our bitcoin tuesday and settle that dispatch episode 14 i love you all have a great weekend
stay humble stack sats